Battle Takeover! Hostile or arranged, doesn't matter. Neo Geo ramblings, loot boxes in their shadows, and the return of the G-Task A puzzle game with a disco level and the final chapter of Spec Ops Game Club. This is Achievement Hunting 101. What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm X the Hero, and thank you for listening. This is Level 48. We got a great show for you tonight, but if you're wondering why it's my voice and not your usual host, Foo Foo Cuddly Poofs, well, it's because we got a special treat for you guys this week. Due to some bizarrely coincidental scheduling conflicts, not a single one of your regular hosts was available to record this week, which could only mean one thing. Panel Takeover! So, let me introduce you to my co-hosts for the week. Hailing from Tennessee, holding a record of three wins and one loss in terms of quality segment ideas, he is Elroy O.M.J. How we doing, Elroy? <laughs> so we're the B team, eh? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, three and one? I thought it was more like maybe four and two. I mean, but, uh, we all know Achievement yeah, Wildlife know. Hunters was... Yeah, yeah, um, pulling out for the Wildlife Hunters. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come back. You just wait. All right. <laughs> the demand is building. If you say so, whatever helps you sleep at night. Also <laughs> with us tonight, hailing from New York City, she makes up a mind-boggling 100% of our female host demographic. She is Matriarch. How are you doing? I'm doing well, especially now that we seem to have discovered a leaderboard I would sit atop of with that particular demographic information. So <laughs> this is gonna be a great night. Poor Poor, poor Brooke. Well, Brooke was a guest. She may be a host, host. someday, but <laughs> guest she, hasn't, she hasn't <laughs> as yet hosted a Chibo Talk segment. So, uh, okay. All right. okay. She's yeah. a there's, panelist. There's panelist. a difference between guest and host. I started off as a guest, and now I'm everyone's All favorite right. host. <laughs> right. You have taken over. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that you flipped the rest of the panel's bus in the last couple days so you could take that seat. Nothing at all. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Well, we are gamers here. Nothing new there. Um, Elroy, I know you in particular have been playing hella games this week. Why don't you uh, get the show started and tell us about it? All right. Well, it all started when a beautiful thing happened. So I've been waiting all year long to get this foof under my belt. And so when I started my foof way back in, in January... I uh, said, you know what? I'm going to do it without the crutch that has I've built my Gamerscore foundation on, which is the ACA Empire. And so I have gone without. I have not had an ACA game in my life for the past six months. I have not played a single one. I have not gotten a single achievement off of a single ACA game up until... I don't know when was that about a week I don't know about a week ago that was Thursday or and Friday last yeah, week yeah it's right before the weekend yeah. yeah and so I finally hit my 100,000 the foof was complete the floodgates were then opened and I have been on an ACA bender like no other I have ACA'd all kinds of ACA'd I, I took a break briefly to play the newest rat game but I am I have just been, you just look at my tag, you'll see ACA, ACA, just, I'm curious at one point how many straight 
achievements in ACA <laughs> that uh, I had. But in any case, I have put up an incredible amount of gamer score this month. Uh, as a result, I hit my gamer score goal of seven hundred thousand today. Nice, congratulations! So, uh, Spoilers. Well, thank you. Spoilers. I know. Way to ruin oh, proclamation yeah. point. <laughs> well, that's the show, well, people. I, we, 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 yeah, yeah, go yeah. home. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us Good. today. Uh, do you want me to tell you the achievement that I chose, or wait till later? Let's save it for later. Let's save it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I it's do have some other stuff. Well, the sheer amount just the bulk of gaming that I've been doing this last week and a half. Uh, I have so many stories. I, I just kind of couldn't pick one. So I kind of divided it up into four little categories. So I have my best story, which is the one that meant the most to me. And that was this stupid master spider solitaire achievement in solitaire. And so I, I just kind of griping at X about this one, about how much I hated this achievement. And for some reason, it really meant a lot to me, and so I was determined to get the completion on this Solitaire game. The name of the game is just simply Solitaire. Not to be confused with uh, that app that uh, is amazing, uh, like the number one selling app on the or tracked app or something like that. But uh, this is just Solitaire. Uh, this is generic Solitaire. And so there's this one where you have to do Master Spider Solitaire, and it's not fun. And I wasted so many hours on that thing. It was very unlike me. Normally, I would have just cut my losses and gone. I've heard X describe that several times. You get your 820 and ACA, and then you're out. That's what I should have done with this game. But I stuck it out. I got the completion. It was amazing. If you uh, are stuck on this achievement, I could probably help you out. I learned a few things here and there, uh, but I won't bore you to death with solitaire talk uh, at this moment. Now, my worst story came from... Uh, Bombfest and Art of Fighting. Now, Art of Fighting, there's this one, it's one of those games where you have to perfect the first guy both rounds and then make a decent showing against the big fat biker guy in the bar. Blaster! <laughs> you familiar? <laughs> 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 so, I worked and worked and finally got two perfects in a row. I probably, I think you're technically supposed to get it on the first and the third round so you can get the points in the second round, but I did first and second round. So all I needed was a respectable showing against this fat biker dude. And I was so happy. I thought it was going to happen. And then he just went beast mode on me. And it just, I almost threw my controller. I, I haven't ever really had that sensation. I almost pulled the foof and just chunked it. Uh, I don't know what came over me. Uh, I was pretty high on the ACA bender at this point, so I wasn't thinking straight, and it almost happened. I think I, I scared Kelly. She was sitting on the couch next to me, and I like jumped up, and I just, I just kind of gripped my controller really, really hard, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't break it, and uh, it was very upsetting. That's true. And then the other one was we see your guns when you post your celebration <laughs> photos, and I'd be terrified for your controller if you were legit angry. Like you know how those rubber grips yeah. apparently just fall off of elite controllers. I see them just <laughs> leaping off as soon as they sense your tension running through. Oh man, I was so upset with that. And and Kelly's like, I think it's time for bed now. And I was like, Yeah, it's probably best. It's probably best. I was getting. I was yeah. That was not cool. And then have y- y'all played Bombfish yet? Yeah. Okay, so what the heck is up with this achievement called, uh, I don't know what it's called, but basically it's double sixes or or something like that. You have these dice, mm-hmm. and you literally, no, 20s. You have to yeah. roll 20s. You have to roll two freaking 20s in a row. Like, there's literally a dice. And I just got upset again, punched my <laughs> mic. Sorry about that. And so <laughs> there's literally a dice that 
or a die, not plural, a die that you have to throw. Uh, there's multiple dies on the field. So you throw it, and there's a 1 in 20 chance it lands on 20. All right, so you get your 20. Well, guess what? Now you got to roll it again and hope that it lands on a 20. I'm not the best mathematician, but I think that's a 1 in 400 chance, is it not? Um, well, let's see. 5% by 5% would be point. 25% which yeah 1 in 400 okay that's what I was thinking so 1 in 20 times 1 in 20 so 1 in 400 chance well let me tell you that's in a perfect world you would only have to do it 400 times I must have rolled it oh my gosh I can't even tell you how many times I rolled it and I I was literally sitting there having second thoughts about my achievement hunting life <laughs> as I was sitting there just pushing the button over and over again I'm like this is really what I'm doing for, with my summer. I could be doing so many productive things. I'm sitting here rolling a random freaking die. A virtual one, on nonetheless. Yeah. Just throwing it and have, you know, it's, it was so ridiculous. Why that is an achievement is beyond me. It was stupid. Well, it was freaking I, I, annoying. I, I know. I, I agree, actually, because any, anything that has to be left up to, you know, random number generators is, is problematic. Um, yeah, but I, I for sure. didn't put this a game on, on my tag. I had helped L with it. And I, I want to say this was one of the last achievements he was working on. So, you mm -hmm. know, as someone who plays a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, I was just I was amused when the achievement popped because it's called Natty 20s, right? And the whole thing when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, if you want to get a critical hit on somebody, you first have to roll a 20. And then you have to roll depending on your weapon an 18, 19 or a 20 to confirm the critical. So it's it's related to that and i guess because i i kind of knew what they were going for it immediately mm -hmm. bothered me less but yeah, anything that's rng based is always going to be uh not the friend of the achievement hunter <laughs> all right i see who side you're taking i get it <laughs> well i played the game no. very little too to be fair like i, I oh, okay. well, like right at the end the last couple things let's, so, so i hadn't how already... about we table let's table it until you go for this the, <laughs> exactly. for this 2020 but it's rng and, uh, i'll get it on my first try and then we'll have oh my god again. you'll just be angry if at you me. do i am going to be so <laughs> upset i mean that was oh man it made me angry all right, and so then I'm rounding this out. This one's a quick one. My most mind-blown story was like, you know, like just gun to your head here, just like awesome P. What an experience. I mean, I couldn't say enough good things about this game. Uh, it made me feel like I was holding a, a Game Boy again. And 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 then at the end, they pull the rug out from under you. All right, so all this time, and do you mind if I spoil this? I mean, this is it's quite the spoiler. I think uh, maybe we'll get Kenny to put in like a spoiler trumpet or something. Spoiler. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you finish the game. You know, there's no made, no boss to beat or anything. You just finish the game, and then you're out on the countryside. All this time you thought you were the awesome P, but then it runs the text on the screen that says, Greedy P. We'll go to see some, you know, we'll live another day. So all this time you were a greedy pea, not an awesome pea. Oh. Can you believe that? Man, you you discovered a subtext in that game I missed completely. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that makes sense. All these coins. I, that's why he was so diligent in getting all these coins and not in his own survival. Like, I mean, there's like all these coins stuck between buzzsaws and he's jumping up, grabbing them. Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just go around them? This is why he's greedy P. All right. And then lastly, I, I probably shouldn't have ended on this one, but my most disturbing story. So 
I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to try to make this as um, uh, family friendly as I can. Uh, this was interesting. I, I don't know what this was. And so y'all played World Hero Fighters. I know X has. Yep, with, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is the one where you're traveling through time. And so you have all these um, different characters throughout history. So you have a like a Genghis Khan type person. You have Rasputin. You have uh, Joan of Arc. You have, you know, all these different historical figures and they're battling it out. And it's just a fighting game. And so I played World Heroes. Um and then I got, uh, that was a while back. And so this time when, during my ACA bender, I ran into World Heroes Perfect. And so I assume this was a newer version of it. And to say the least, something has happened to Rasputin's life uh, that changed him. Uh, I don't remember him being, I mean, I know Rasputin was a sexual creature at the time. Uh, and that uh, that was kind of Zemo. But uh, in the first game, he was just annoying. He just laughed at you every time he hits you. And then he like puts up the giant fist. He puts up the giant foot to kick you and all that stuff. Well, in World Hero Perfect, I get, I get to the point where I'm trying to lose, um, like, uh, to, so I can get record scores. So I don't have to go through and beat the game. And so I'm waiting for him to kill me. And so at some point he builds up this, his full combo meter. And then he, <laughs> he executes his, 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 uh, I don't know what you call it, special move, if you will. And so what appears on my screen is like a bush surrounds me. Uh, and then Rasputin pulls me into the bush. And then like the bush is like tussling about and little hearts are being emitted from the bush. At some point I tried to escape and then Rasputin pulls me back into the bush. And then it, go it rustles around for a little bit longer and then it spits me out and I'm dead. And I thought, that was a very unusual fi uh, finishing move uh, of sorts. Uh, I was sitting there very disturbed. Okay, that's that's how we're leaving it off? <laughs> that, that's it? All right. Em, yeah, do you have you any go. cool gaming stories? Um, well, <laughs> I didn't think to uh, categorize mine, but... Um, I worked a lot on random to-do list uh, achievements this past month, so uh, I knocked out the full combo last week, and so it's been this weird space where I can kind of choose what I want to play. I I've, I've done random to-do lists all along, but um, I I tip I've never finished all the achievements on there before. And even though I never really made a point of going for all of them, there was always that nagging feeling in the back of my head, like you could be playing La Noir. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm gonna remove it from my collection. So anyway, um, I went back to Luminez, which is a game I absolutely love uh, that I played it on the PlayStation Portable back in the day and because it was the only game worth playing on the PSP other than Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Uh, wait, is that the right one? Anyway, someone will correct me in the Discord. Probably Chin. But I returned to Luminez and uh, went after this achievement for completing all the super hard puzzles was that the one i just finished uh oh no no no! i'm sorry i did that before it was winning against the cpu or there let me start over <laughs> there is a mode in the game where you have to play against the cpu there are 10 bouts and the achievement is for getting through all of them without losing so no. uh yeah so i went through and got this done um and it 
it was like a solid eight and a half ratio achievement. So immediately I heard, you should have saved that for G-Task, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> uh, but you can't guarantee that you're going to have a good run like I did there. So it was super satisfying to get this, you know, 760 TA on this one achievement uh, after playing so many easy games in recent memory. So that was a, a good good win for me because it kind of also cleared the path towards getting the completion in the game. There was a downside to it, though, because now I'm back into it and I'm playing. There's another achievement for finishing the game's basic mode in 55 minutes. I finished it in 54 minutes and 12 seconds and the nice. achievement didn't pop. Oh, oh nice. no. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I look at my leaderboard stats and it says 54 minutes, 12 seconds. Everything looks good, but no achievement. So I'll try it again at some point because I tried it once before and finished in 57 minutes without really trying. So I, I know I can do it. But you can't save in the middle. You can't switch off to another game. You have to actually carve out the 55 minutes to sit there and play the game. You you can pause, but if the game disconnects for any reason, that's it. There's no way to leave it and come back unless it's sitting on the pause screen. And that's sometimes the most difficult part is having that 55 minutes to just play that to the exclusion of everything else. Um, so that happened this week. And then um, aside from that, Prue and... Uh, Kenny and Elle and myself finally started the Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep DLC for Borderlands 2. Good Have choice. either hmm. of you, so X, you've played this. Yep. And Elroy. I might have. I might have. I can't remember. I played Borderlands 2 so long ago. I can't even. That was back when I was a different kind of gamer. Okay. Fair I don't enough. Remember. Fair enough. Yeah. That was when, when you played good games? Elroy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, right. just as a quick note on this, now, there are, I think, four pieces of DLC in Borderlands 2. Uh, there's the Miss Scarlet, and there's um, Torg, one other one that slips my mind, and Tiny Tina. The Captain Scarlet and the other one were very not memorable, at least when we were playing it. Torg was great because Torg is great. And if, if you don't remember Torg, shame on you, Elroy. Because he speaks in all caps. He just screams the entire time, no matter what he's saying. And it's, <laughs> nice. it's brilliant. Um but Tiny Tina uh, is basically the characters playing Dungeons and Dragons. So she'll do, and if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, every single trope you've come across is in this DLC. So I'm absolutely loving it. And even for folks who don't, just because the character's really there, it's more story driven. Because it's supposed to be fantasy, the music is actually really nice. It's not this sort of weird, you know, dubstep steppy sort of environmental music like it's actually composition the uh vending machines look like stained glass so they, they go out of their way to make it look more fan fantasy based so we had a lot of fun with that when we were playing last week and uh you know hopefully we'll wrap that dlc up in the next week or two and and maybe at some point before backwards compatibility stops working in like 2055 we'll actually finish the game uh but that's pretty much it i, I played a lot of little things but those were the two worth matching very nice the other dlc mm -hmm. is uh sir hammerlock's hunt by oh. the way okay oh i remember that guy that was the guy with the monocle yes, right? yep, that's yep. correct that's correct all right oh, <laughs> yeah i see i remember a few things actually one one other thing uh that i don't want to get into it too much because it could be a whole other discussion but one game i got to play quite a bit of for random to-do list and i actually find myself kind of dragging my feet on playing more because i hope it shows up again is hellblade senua's sacrifice that, I started that, yeah. It is, uh, well, it's not an Elroy game, but <laughs> <laughs> the achievements... I, notice I said I started it. Right, yeah. the achievements aren't hard. 
Um, all but one are story based and the last one is a collectible one and that there's some issues there where you can't really chapter select and, and you can't really tell which ones you missed. So it's advisable to go and get them all in your first playthrough. But that game, the sound design on that game is amazing. Like you have to, have to, have to play it with headphones on and hear the way they designed all of that. I know X, you're a music guy, so I think you uh, appreciate yep. <laughs> that sort of thing. And it's it is phenomenal. I mean, the story and all that is is very good too. But the way it puts you in the space of the characters of the main character's head is is just amazing. So uh, I'm very late to the party on that game because people have been talking about it for a long time, but it is, mm-hmm. it is excellent. If, if you want an immersion in your game, like to really feel like you're there in the character's skin, it's awesome. So definitely recommend yeah. that out. And I, I owe the uh, main uh, protagonist of that game an apology. I kept seeing the, the cover art for it and up until playing it, I thought it was a boy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can see that. You mean? I can totally see that. You mean they? It was they a, didn't. It was not a boy. They didn't hypersexualize a female protagonist, and then you didn't know it was female. How dare they? Well, in fairness, I think she was covered in mud, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, or war paint or it's, something. Yeah, I can't remember like exactly why I thought it was a boy, but uh, yeah, I played it long enough to discover that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what about uh, you, X? What was on your your list of things you played this week? Since I think you were busy with something. Yeah, I was <laughs> rather preoccupied, so I don't have a whole lot to talk about. I did manage to snag an early review copy of Irony Curtain from Matryoshka with Love. Um, it's the newest Artifacts Mundi, but it's not like the other Artifacts Mundis, uh, which is funny because I just mentioned how much I enjoy them last <laughs> week. Um, but it's different. It's You control your character with the left stick. You actually get to move around, and then you, you point with the right stick. So it's still a point and click, but it's much more hmm. ah, more adventure-based, I guess, than just straight point and click. And the story is top-notch. I rated it a 5 out of 5, and I genuinely mean that. Uh, if you guys like old-school, genuinely good point and click games, cannot recommend it enough. There are... There's 42 achievements. I'm pretty sure 38 of them are missable. So Ooh. definitely pull up a guide. It came out on Steam in May. So okay. I was able to pull that up and not have any issues. Um, and speaking of which, I was the first one on TA to complete it. But to make mm-hmm. that even cooler, I was the first one on Xbox to complete it because somebody else started it before me. So when I got the first achievement in the game, 50% of players had unlocked this achievement. And then every other achievement that I proceeded to unlock through the entire game, the other 41, was 0.0% of players have unlocked this. So I was the first one for all of them. And I just, that's awesome. I just think that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, I've yeah. never done that before. I don't think I'll ever do that again because I generally don't get review copies that early. So that was cool. Um, post-wedding, Kelsey and I, we've picked up Team Sonic Racing just to mix it up a little bit for Mario Kart. We are very, very bad at it just because we're so used to Mario Kart at this point. But we are having a blast just kind of learning a new kart game. They're they're not that different from each other, but the items mm-hmm. are different. The courses are new. Neither of us are big Sonic people, so we don't know half the characters, but it's a very well-designed and put-together kart racing game. I'd recommend it. Um, it's, it's only a $40 game to begin with, which I think is quite fair. That's what we paid, and then, of course, it went on sale before we played it, but that's besides the point. Well, can I just uh, throw in a little compliment to you? Uh, I... Uh... 
I heard you talking about the Artifacts Monday games uh, last week, and I was very pleased with your description of them and with the cutting glass with a diamond. Um, <laughs> so I laughed out loud, yeah. man. I was like, man, that's every one of them, yeah, isn't it? Pretty sure it's in like... every single one of them, except Irony Curtain. You except don't. You, you, got, you got to wrap it in glass yeah. or in a rag and then cut the glass. And, oh, man. Oh, you're See, so on I didn't that. know when, when I saw you playing Irony Curtain. Like, I didn't know it was an Artifacts Monday game. I really had no clue. So I'm just looking at the title and I'm thinking this is another like, oh, sir, the comic insult generator, like irony oh, okay. mm-hmm. curtain. So I was completely surprised to find out it was a point and click. I, I had zero idea. Gotcha. The, it- I mean, I won't spoil the plot for anybody that would like to play it again. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, but basically it's a tongue in cheek. I want to say oh, okay. love letter to the idea of communism. But it's hmm. pointing out all the flaws in communism, so Iron Curtain, <laughs> Irony Curtain. Okay, um, that makes sense. You find out in the first ten minutes, so I'm not spoiling a whole lot. You are a character from America. It's called, like, Westworld or something. It's You got communist mm-hmm. Russia, which is Matryoshka, and then the whole rest of the world. But you're an mm-hmm. American who loves communism, so the communists basically abduct you to help further their political agenda. And then when you're there, you get to experience communism firsthand, and it's not quite what you imagined because i tell my students like in real life communism sounds awesome on paper Mm -hmm. but once you put it into practice it's never going to work but the idea sounds fantastic so the game is sort of just playing on that and the humor is humor is on point i i loved it awesome so it's a 80 hour completion uh, to get all the things wrong with communism fit into (laughs) uh it was a it took me just over six hours um, and this was without a streamlined guide. This was kind of just pulling together random pieces from Steam and figuring out what I needed to do. There is a manual save system, but you only get one file. So mm-hmm. when I knew that I missed an achievement, I would reload and then I'd have to sort of do it all over again. Mm-hmm. But I did get it in one mm-hmm. playthrough. I feel like once a proper guide comes out, it'll be probably just over four hours. And if you skip all the dialogue and the cutscenes, you can probably do it in two or three. Got it. Two or three. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on from uh, listening to us ramble on about games, what is going on in the gaming world? Elroy, I know you have something you are very excited to share. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's, I had a couple of things to note. Um, I wanted to share, I believe it was bug that brought it to my attention but don't quote me on that like him i'm old and the brain goes so uh we'll just say it was fug but he put in the discord about the rattalika plush oh my goodness are you serious so i went down that rabbit hole and so what i found was amazing so <laughs> um like uh the it was apparently a prototype so they didn't like that the the mouse had too long of a mustache and then the eyes on, on the, uh, uh, the, dog, the donkey. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the, um, but anyway, so it was a prototype. So they're not actually available to purchase at this point to, from what I could tell. And if they are, then it's a very interesting market strategy in that they don't make it where you can find where to buy them. <laughs> so 
I was right. I was wanting to come to you today with a price in hand. Uh, so I was going to say probably what are we looking about nineteen ninety nine for one of those little puppies, Ooh. maybe fifteen. I'm not sure how big they are. Um, it looked uh, pretty big, honestly. I'm yeah. going to say that's a forty fifty dollar collectible. Oh wow! So I'm, okay. I'm going to put out there that what we should do when this uh, forty fifty dollar collectible comes out is we should purchase one. And we should send it to uh, the MVP of the winning team for RTDL. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so and, spot and, on. Uh, right I, I would be happy to help make that happen, that they could have the Radalika plush trophy. Uh, I am in on that. They can. It'll be like the Stanley Cup. They can take it from place to place. You'll see pictures with it at poolside. You know, yeah. At the Statue yeah. of Liberty. Nice. At whatever it's worth I, seeing in Tennessee. Any of that stuff. I like this. I like this. I Make sure you send the donation cup my way as well. <laughs> so, uh, but anyhow, so I was looking at this and then I was like, well, I, you know, obviously you start thinking, well, what other Rattalaka plush would you like to see out there? And obvious, I mean, come on, there's an obvious one. It's the, it's the elephant in the room and it's not a freaking elephant. It's, it's a freaking iron pig. Snout. <laughs> it is an iron <laughs> snout. And so I saw, I was looking through pictures uh, and this in the being and I saw this iron snout looking toy and i was like oh my god they have one and then i clicked on it and no it was just somebody was really good with clay and they had built one out of clay oh no uh and it was like some fan art and so then uh apparently there is a plush for the cat and i and me the the black cat um it's like a little thing of hair Mm -hmm. Yeah, apparently there is a plush for that. I only saw one of them, and it was on somebody's Nintendo page of sorts. So I don't know uh, what the situation is with that. But as I get more details about this Rattalaka plush line, you can be sure that I will share them with you. And so thank you to Fug or whoever it was that brought this <laughs> to my attention. Um, I had a thought for ACA. You need. I found out that uh, they're not coming out. I, in the six months that I've been setting out ACAs, apparently they've ran out, and so there's no more on the Xbox. Is that right, X? Yeah, I was you, gonna say. Didn't I tell you that only... they are? Yeah. Um. As, uh, I know what I want to say. How do I put it into words outside of my brain? There are more games that exist for Neo Geo than are on Xbox, but due to licensing issues, um, mm-hmm. it seems like we're not going to get those. So it's a safe assumption that we are not getting any more ACA Neo Geo on Xbox oh, One. Um, and I so, feel like that's further corroborated because they're doing one a week on Xbox and then just a mm-hmm. bundle at the end of the month for the Windows versions. And now mm-hmm. they have just switched to releasing one Windows One every week. So I think we are very close to the end of the hamster parade. Oh, man. So so my it's my view that... This is very sad, obviously. And so I think uh, that what needs to happen now is we start with with the collection. So all these people, uh, they don't want to spend $8 for an amazing game. And so (laughs) Ah, I ah, started thinking, well, ah, I'm still at the discount. Ah. So you could put like Ah. bundles, uh, like director's cuts and like put all the king of fighters together Mm -hmm. in like a collection uh, with a little, you know, center uh, hub. And then get us a you know full set of achievements for each game again. Um, so I thought of that. And then my other opinion is that, uh, and they could have like volume one, volume two. Vol- I mean, they could have at least you know like ten volumes by now. And that's more money in hamsters' greedy little pockets. 
they're they are greedy p and <laughs> uh my other opinion was when i was thinking um because uh i play a lot of aca games it involves a lot of reloads when you're trying to just go for the regular mode and twice can we just get rid of that reset game button? Can we just get rid of that? Oh, I mean, dude, I've been burned with that so many times. It is right next to return to the title screen, <sighs> which you need to do to reload your save. And so you get into this rhythm where you try something, it doesn't work, you reload it real quick, you get in a rhythm, and then every once in a while the menu jumps on you, and then you just, you know, delete your save, and you're almost done with the freaking game. Oh, my God. I don't, I'm just, we got to get rid of that. And we can do it when we start in with the the volumes. So in the volumes, uh, collectibles, you know, like the 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 five game sets or whatever, however many games we're putting in each one. Let's get rid of that reset button. There you go. That's your e- ACA opinion piece. I actually, I'm straight up with you on that. I have. God, it's the worst. Just felt the rage burning inside me so mm-hmm. many times from that. And by so many, I'm maybe six or seven. But that's enough. Yeah. To be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it is because you you work the whole. I mean, sometimes it's really a lot of work to get it to where you know because you have to like do one thing and then if it doesn't work and you might do it like ten times in order to avoid getting hit or something and and then you just flush it all down the toilet. So I mean, it was terrible. Let me make sure I I understand this because <clears throat> I am not the ACA aficionado that either of you are. <laughs> um, so you're talking about when you're playing the regular game mode the one where you the can usa s- mode save state oh uh, yeah well there's there's two modes there's the japan mode and the usa mode and so uh when you're in the usa mode so just the normal mode well i thought i thought it was japan and usa mode are the same just yeah that's the skins. exact same thing it's and just then the there's high score and caravan and when you're playing yes. high score and caravan if you pause the game you have to start over just because that's the way it's that's built correct. because they're that's leaderboard correct. based and whatever so that th- is correct. this complaint you have has to do with the portion that allows you to save state and that two options are too close to each other is that that correct? is a very <laughs> accurate yes so okay. uh in the regular mode and don't let get me started about the japan mode i had another thought about that but i Okay, well, since you asked, so the Japan mode, let's drop that all together. That's this is also part of my opinion piece. Let's just get rid of Japan mode. They don't even have Xboxes over there. <laughs> and so let's get rid of the Japan mode and put in what I call super caravan mode. So uh, we take the same concept of caravan mode with the five-minute mark, and we drop it to one minute. How many points can you score in one minute? And so then they it'd be much better. What if they do that and that makes the achievements very hard to get though? Like what if they said it like some really high, like actually skill based number? You'll hit, you'll hit hit on some, you'll miss on others. They, they don't seem to have any rhyme or reason to what they set these numbers at. So um, I think that that would be better served than maybe in the future to get rid of the top high score, uh, achievement and just divide that up amongst three mm-hmm. super super caravan modes. Okay. Yeah. And, but yes. Uh, so in the regular mode, it, the score is much higher, and so sometimes right. you have to really finagle it where you have like. Um, uh, oh, I know. It, you have it, to get like a perfect everyone. You have to adjust the number of rounds, and so you're like trying to get like six million points, and you're at like five million five hundred thousand, and you you have to get a perfect because you're going to run out of matches mm-hmm. or you're going to run out of this or that. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah and so well, then in, in puzzled like that one, there's, I don't know how oh, you yeah. get 
to the score that you need without save stating because the game gives you very little in the way of points and there's no way to make it give you more uh Mm -hmm. so that it would be impossible without i I mean i guess it wouldn't be impossible somebody can do it you know redemption Mm -hmm. sitting there like i did it um (laughs) sangria's too he's he's in the group now that's true sangria's is is the king of all that stuff so gotta start remembering to shout out sangria's more but uh but yeah it's they would be very difficult without that and even with that you're still running the risk that you hit a bad save or whatever else but you're saying so instead of Mm -hmm. when you go to choose to reload your save state there's something that there there's another option right above it that would reset your progress it flushes it right down the toilet so you uh you i think i've been bitten by it once or twice but i i only have maybe a half dozen aca games on my tag so i not as familiar it hasn't bitten me quite so much right and so this is normal in a normal game this would not be problematic but the masters at at uh at uh, hamster they haven't quite figured out how to do a menu yet and so you hit (laughs) up and it goes up like five spots so you just barely like tap it it goes up three you get a rhythm down so like you reload uh you try it you get hit you exit Back to the title screen, you reload, you try it again until it goes your way, and then you resave it, and then you're back on the save state. But if you go up one extra spot, it's all gone. Do you make sure when you're using those menus, though, to not use the the analog stick? Because I'm pretty sure it does that if you use the analog stick, but if you use the D-pad, it, it just goes matter. up one. I use the D-pad, and it still goes okay. crazy. Yeah, it, it is with both of them. Like I said, it's not as bad on Windows. Bank is not as uh, when yeah Windows as great is as, as bad. Mm-hmm. The Windows menus, whatever they did, they finally fixed it. It's not it's it doesn't do it in Windows, but it does it all day in the okay. Xbox, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's a problem, but. But uh, anyway, but yeah, I, I, have I a... actually wasn't aware that ACA <laughs> was winding down. I, I hadn't really thought about it in some time, but uh, that's that's. Uh, I mean, how many? How many games are now part of the ACA collection on True Achievements? Uh, give me 10 seconds. All right. And while while you do that, um, I mean, do you have a goal in mind to try to get them all? Or are you really still just cherry picking the easier ones at this point? Uh, well, let me speak for myself. I pulled up the number. There are currently 190 games available between Xbox One and Windows 10. I have played, not completed, just played 156 of them. I'm not, I'm not proud of that, but I feel like at this point I should at (laughs) least have them all on my tag. I, I think that would be kind of a neat, if not very shameful trophy in and of itself. (laughs) You know what's, well, I don't want to say shameful because everyone, you make your own money and you decide what you do with it. But at 190 games at $8 a piece, that's like, $1,520 $1,520 or something like that, <laughs> if my math is Please don't remind Correct? Me. I mean, that's... Uh, that is more than an entire paycheck. Can we leave it at that? More, <laughs> more importantly, don't tell Kelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perspective. Um, all right, so 190 games, and the Windows ones are still coming out, but they're coming out one game per week. Yep, at one time. a week. Uh, okay. Probably another... Jeez, I'm almost positive they'll be done by the end of the year. Probably... Oh run out gosh. in October, November. I would be Rat- confident in saying that, I think. Radalika, we need you now more than ever. <laughs> well, Radalika seems um, to be changing their tune just slightly. They're not... They're, the games are still easy, but they definitely... <laughs> have- <laughs> they, well, they, in, in some of the more recent releases, though, they've, they've definitely been encouraging playing uh, more of the game. 
than in I'm some sorry, of the previous I, ones. I, I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing because I just remembered uh, when I was looking up the Rattle Lake of Plush stuff. Uh, have you glanced at their next <laughs> release? Uh, no. They have not. Oh, hang on. Uh, let me read it to you. Hang on. Dang on. Don't want to look it up. I want to read it to you. Uh, man, you're, this is good stuff. This is good. This is good podcasting. Reading to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. Here you go. It's called One Night Stand. <laughs> and here's the description. Okay. After a night of fun, passion, and one too many drinks, you wake up the next morning to find a complete stranger lying naked beside you in bed. What do you do? Is, is this actually <laughs> a game? Next, this is the next, uh, this is their next release. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Well, importantly, what do you do? <laughs> you you play one night stand to find out. That yeah, reminds me you, get of the time. you get Chivo points. You find someone, wake up next to the, somebody naked. You make sure you get one thousand gamer score. That's what you do. <laughs> that reminds me of the time that I went into IKEA and I walked out with a prostitute because I just walked through the doors and announced that I'm here for one night stand. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, oh, man. Oh, I had some other gaming news. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I saw that the uh, Apple iPad just made it where it's compatible with controllers. So you can put your Xbox controller or your PlayStation if you're a loser, and you could uh, use your controller with an iPad. So if you want to stream to your iPad, uh, you can do that now. So it's it's it, the future is coming, y'all. Well, uh, it's it's almost here. Is that is that Bluetooth? Is just connects with Bluetooth? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's sort of. Microsoft has more or less hinted at this this being their future ideas mm-hmm. streaming to everything October. everywhere. So um, it's it's interesting to see another company on board, right? It's like it's when when Sony opens the doors and says, "Okay, we can do cross platform play." Uh, mm-hmm. If things are coming more towards the center or whatever else, but uh, all right, so Bluetooth devices are compatible with iPads. That's that's it. So you can play Helix Jump or Angry Birds on your. Well, you, you still iPad have to use like a, a controller, right? Well, and then you could apparently you can stream using some third party software your 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 console to your iPad, but I don't know. How to do I that, so. thought they the removed app. that from the App Store. Oh, did yeah. Okay. No, the Xbox huh. streaming app is not supported on. Okay, I, that's what I was going to ask. On is it uh, supported Apple or on... Android devices yet? I, hmm. An unpopular opinion. I am very anti Apple products generally, so um, mm-hmm. I know basically nothing about them. Uh, so. I am right there with you, with the one exception that Kelsey and I went halvesies on an iPad just so I could play Minecraft. <laughs> so she uses it for school, and then every couple months I take it for a few hours and play Minecraft on it. But otherwise, I hate the thing. That seems like a, a fair exchange. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, your last news story is that this is your anime update. Since Foof's not here, I am the next resident expert in all things anime. And Just for everyone apparently- listening, he means anime. Not like enemy and, in some weird Tennessee accent. And it's not those things in the bottom of the ocean either that'll sting you. Yeah, yeah. But, you uh, missed a couple anemone. syllables on that one, but... <laughs> Anemone, a an- anime, a c- a c- anomaly. <laughs> Give us so, your anime or anime well, or whatever. <laughs> I, I, like everybody, was just pleased as punch to find out that 
Well, there's a new uh, series, a new franchise has come to the Xbox, and it's called One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. And so it's a bald guy that'll punch you once, Blaster. and that's all he needs to do. <laughs> and there you go. That was your anime update. All right. That was exciting. Yeah. Really, One Punch Man. It's really gaming that- news. <laughs> Much like Achievement Wildlife Hunters, I don't know that that one's going to make a comeback. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you never know. We got uh, lots of new people listening, and I, th- I think we just scared them all right back off, so we're back at square one. We, right, other than the get... ones we lost last week when Elle said everything sucked, and the ones we lost this week from saying Apple products are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we should talk about ACA games for another 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's what people want to hear. We know what the title of this episode's going to be, don't we? Well, <laughs> well speaking uh, of what people want to hear... Um, did we have any community questions? Are we done with news and notes? We do. There are, in fact, two community questions to discuss this week. The first one was, X, how was your wedding on Saturday? That's what everybody, everybody, literally everybody on Discord asked. And I would like to report that it was wonderful. Kelsey was a beautiful bride. I am quite happy. It was nice to be surrounded by our friends and family. And it was supposed to be about... 85 and sunny and we were worried because it was an outdoor ceremony and it ended up being about 75 degrees with cloud cover and a light breeze literally perfect weather for an outdoor wedding could not have asked for more awesome congrats thank you thank you congratulations um let me just give a quick special shout out um to a couple community members uh death dealers waka pale elroy omj love that guy matriarch and big l um for getting us wedding gifts. We've never actually met you guys in person, and the fact that you would do that is incredible, so thank you very much. I have friends that I've known for 10 years that couldn't be bothered to congratulate me on Facebook or send me a text, so, you know, the fact that you guys would do that, that's that's awesome, so thank you. Oh, man. Uh, well, I hope you group remember hug, to group hug, doggy guys, bag some hug. of that food for oh. us. I wasn't doing that for nothing. <laughs> oh, man, the only, uh, <laughs> only complaint I have about the day is that the caterers were like, like hawks or vultures or something like there would be a plate of food and then Kelsey and I would go back to eat and then it would be gone. Uh, yeah. So like the uh, wedding coordinator delivered the food to us, which was cool. And then like every four seconds, somebody would walk up like, Hey guys, just want to say congrats. Don't want to interrupt you while you're trying to eat. And then they would proceed to talk for 10 minutes. And then by the time we turned around to go back to eat, our plate would be gone. Oh no. So, a lot of wasted food and we were quite hungry when we got home, but. If wow. that's my only complaint about the day, I think it was a good wedding. Absolutely. Yeah. More importantly right. and more uh, pertinent to this podcast, I'm sure all of our listeners have heard of the EA loot box controversy. It's not necessarily anything new. It dates all the way back to uh, Star Wars Battlefront mm-hmm. 2, when I have not played the game, but I followed the uh, the drama. Basically, the game was so imbalanced, unbalanced, imbalanced, whatever, Um that if you wanted to get anywhere, you almost had to buy the microtransactions. And it was so bad that EA basically, I think it's DICE, right? They basically told DICE, all right, cease and desist, fix it. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the damage was already done. The game never really picked back up after that from what I've seen, even though it is a normal system now. So the controversy has come back. EA has announced a couple actually really cringeworthy lines. Basically, they said, people love loot boxes. Don't make them illegal. And my personal favorite, um, they're not loot boxes. They're surprise mechanics, and they are very ethical. So how do we feel about loot boxes? 
We'll start with M because Elroy, I don't think you've ever played a game that has loot boxes. <laughs> He's oh, played I Shadow. Have some thoughts about I was about to say my thoughts are that I've played Shadow of the Loot Box and I enjoyed the heck out of that game. I'm ready for a sequel, Radaleka. You got the the Devious Dungeon sequel. Let's get a, a Shadow of the Loot Box uh, sequel out there. That's what I'm saying. Well, as far as that's all my thoughts. As far as real loot boxes in actual AAA games, M, what the hell are we talking about? What, what what's your okay, stance so- on that, M? <laughs> Loot boxes sort of come in um, different categories, right? Like, I, I actually am not super familiar with this because I'm generally pretty cheap about that sort of stuff and just don't buy loot boxes. I have plenty of phone games I play where it's, you know, well, you could pay this much money and get what, and I just, I don't. That's It's not appealing to me anyway. So there are the loot boxes that are strictly cosmetic, right? Like what you're playing uh, when, when, you, uh, when you play Rocket League. And they have the regular things you get for playing, but they also have loot boxes you can buy that you can either earn coins or whatever it may be. And and I apologize if I'm not stating this 100% correctly, but there are loot boxes you can buy within it and they'll have better or more interesting uh, items, but they're completely just for the aesthetics. They're not actually game changing. And then there are the loot boxes that are game changing. So if you're playing like a card game, for example, and you pay for the loot box, you might get a rare card with better effects that will basically make you destroy the other player. Um, games should not be, especially in in the um, competitive space, played or pay to win. It just it ruins the balance of the game and it'll kill off your player base because you'll end up with a small subsection of people who can afford to pay for these uh, these loot boxes that are game breaking. Uh, I I think, though, otherwise, it's generally buyer beware. Like if um, in a game like Gems of War, for example, which is otherwise free to play, you can pay for keys that will open up chests and, and you might get awesome cards you might get mediocre ones but you're not going to get one that's game breaking and that's just you there is a pvp mode but it that's not necessary towards advancement so that's just for you and your enjoyment in the game that's on you if you want to spend your money but if i'm trying to play uh, star wars and i've spent 80 hours building up cover your ears Ellery. sorry i should have warned you i was going to say that beforehand <laughs> but if i'm going to spend 80 hours building up my character and getting all the stats buffed and learning oh the maps and, and getting into this game and then somebody's just going to walk up and you know drop 40 dollars on a weapon pack that's going to make them better than i'll ever be it breaks the game and, and i don't think that's in the best interest of the developer either you shouldn't want to do that balancing is important in games like that so end game is you choose to purchase a loot box so I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong because it's your choice to click buy. But I personally tend to avoid them. I, I'm i more or less in the same boat with you. I don't play multiplayer. I don't play competitive games for the most part. Um, so the only loot boxes I've purchased have been in single player games. And I like how you started off by saying it's your money. You're free to spend it how you want. Um, the one, The two games actually that I'm guilty of are Clicker Heroes and idle champions. Um, I probably, I think I put 60 back into clicker heroes and I didn't even finish the damn game. Um, (laughs) and then idle champions, I believe I put 50 in and I do not have, I don't mind having spent any of that money because they helped me enjoy the game and they helped me progress. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I have no issue with that. And I feel like most people don't have an issue with that either. I'm supporting the developer, um, especially the people that want to make it free to play. Um, you know, when I spend 60 bucks, that's now 
two people have spent 30 bucks on average or something like that. So I don't think that's the issue. But I think how you ended yours with the 80 hours versus $40, that is certainly game breaking. And that is what people, that's what people have an issue with. So the only thing that I really have to add is that I love my fighting games. So if there was like some kind of boost or something that would make your special meter fill twice as fast and you unlocked it by playing or by winning, say, 500 ranked matches, and then you're placed in the top tier, and at that point your special will charge twice as fast. Or mm -hmm. you can buy a $20 microtransaction that's it, going to break the game just because you're going to have all these people with no skill fudging their way up to the top. And that, that's just going to ruin all the balance that the developer has put into place. But right, then, I agree. Mm -hmm. But then since they put that microtransaction in there, you could argue that the game is balanced around that. And then I don't think that's right. I feel like anything competitive should be completely based on skill. Well, we always have this sort of conundrum when we talk about things where we have to remember that the Achievement Hunter is not the typical gamer, right? So if you purchase the new Street Fighter, and that's the only game you're purchasing this year, and you want to spend another $20 on there because that's going to help you compete with the upper tier players and whatever else, you're within your rights to do that. It's it's not the fault of the company that that might make it less appealing to other people. So there's, there's an element of that, too, that like... If that's all a person's going to play and that's they want to put that money in there to have that part of the experience, it, it's, again, up to you and how you spend your money. And if, if you choose not to spend your money doing that, which you're within your rights to do, you have, unfortunately, kind of accept what that means. I don't like it. I'm not saying this as like, mm -hmm. a, this is the way I prefer it. But it's it's a defense in a way of what they're saying, which is this is the ecosystem for games is different now. People are not buying $60 games. Right? Like we talk about this all the time with, with Game Pass and with Radalika popping out a new $5 game every other week. And when's the last time? Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure we can answer this, but when's the last time you really spent $60 on a game? Right? So if they're going to make the game 20, but you can spend another 20 for something, just like your rationalization with Clicker Heroes, okay. If everyone is able to purchase it, then it's your choice. I don't like it. Now, the thing with loot boxes, though, I think there's another part of it where it's randomization, correct? That's, yes, that's how I was going to segue, not segue, but segue into it. <laughs> um, beyond the ethics of simply having them and using them, there is the randomized nature. So I'm sure most of our listeners are completely familiar with what a loot box is. But if you are not, the short version is that you buy, literally, you buy a loot box for $5. You don't know what is in it. It could mm -hmm. be... Um, it could be a weapon skin, it could be a new weapon, it could be a new character, it could be a stat right. boost. Um, obviously, it, your it depends on the game. Example, like, if you're playing that fighting game, it could be the two times speed, it could also be the blue character outfit. Exactly. And that's where a lot of the debate comes in. Um, if I'm going to spend $5, it would be nice to know what I'm getting. Um, speaking from personal experience with Idol Champions, when the new character came out, um, or when the new characters were unlocked, rather, um, I would buy the $10 loot box, which got me, I think, 42 items or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it was guaranteed to have one epic item, and you don't need the context of the game, epic item equals good. Right. Out of 42 items, you were guaranteed one epic. Could you get more than one epic? Absolutely could. Were the odds in your favor? They were not. So, of those 42 mm -hmm. items, I got the one epic, maybe 
10, maybe 15 good ones. And then the other, you know, 25, 30 items, they were crap. They were useless. Mm-hmm. So the so for five dollars you get a loot box, but uh, if you just spent the five dollars on Shadow of the Loot Box, you get <laughs> one guaranteed epic game and uh, just a hell of an experience. I like how you're and, just lurking uh, in the back <laughs> and, and then uh, you just pop out with hopefully, this. Hopefully, hopefully with a ten dollar loot box, you could get the like, the package deal when they come out with a secret. <laughs> I'm talking about. See, well, full circle. I guess my my issue with a loot box boils down to this if there is no other way for a gamer to gain the game breaking perk other than spending who knows how much money on loot boxes that's where the problem arises because if you know say it's five dollars for the loot box and it might have the double speed thing but you could spend 20 for the guarantee of getting that or you could play 500 ranked games and also earn it i have no problem with the loot box if you want to throw five dollars in there because there's a chance you might shortcut it Go for it because you're accepting that risk. But when that $5 loot box is the only way to earn that perk, and you're never going to get it on your first try, you're going to get it in your 20th or 25th, that's the problem. I, I think that's the gist of this discussion is that particular example of how loot box works. Absolutely. That That is, again, people have their people can spend their money how they want. But once the first person gets that game-breaking thing out of there, and now they're elevated wherever, it's it's a problem. It just it makes the game unfun. It's going to hurt that community. So that's that's where the problem lies. But if there are other avenues to get to the thing you'd be getting out of that loot crate, it's up to you. Yeah, and sometimes you get a ten percent off because they have them on sale. So sometimes Shadow Loot Box would be four forty nine. So you could, uh, you know, that five dollars. I mean, you're saving fifty cents now. <laughs> I don't know. See, Em, I agree and disagree with what you're saying, though. If in a single player game, have at it. I am one hundred percent with you on everything you just said. But in a competitive game, I, I just feel like that should not be allowed, or have different like. Different well, lobbies or something like this lobby yeah, is only like, for people with this bonus. Doesn't matter if you earned it, if you bought it with the guaranteed 20 or if you gambled and bought the $5, mm-hmm. um, you're in this lobby and that's okay. They could well, do like something like that. Ranked versus player lobbies, right? Like if, right. if you have this perk, you no longer qualify for the ranked lobby because you are using something that is going to put you at an unfair advantage, but you can certainly still play in the player pool or the casual PVP pool or whatever they decide to term it. Okay. Then, I mean, I, I see no problem. Like I don't play fighting games competitively, so I, but the, the balance is key. You're going to lose your player base if some... You know, someone like me can jump into the game and beat someone like you because I spent $100 on loot boxes and finally got the thing I needed. It's just going to stop you from playing the game. You're not going to buy any loot boxes. Like, I, I don't know. And no, you're you're absolutely right. That would certainly deter me if I'm getting, like, I worked my butt off to get to, you know, killer tier and killer instinct. And there's this guy that I'm fighting and he has 50 consumables in the match and I can't beat him and he can't do anything more than a standard three hit combo, but he's destroying me. That's turning me off of the game entirely. But then let me flip that to the player who spent the money. Say you spent $100 and you got all these bonuses. This isn't how Killer Instinct works, um, by the way. Um, but you have all these consumables and you're, you know, basically playing God mode and you you win everything and you're, you know, 100 and 0 at the top tier. Once you decide to stop 
feeding the beast and buying those loot boxes, you're going to have no consumables. And now the game is not fun for you because you won't win a single match because you mm-hmm. don't have any skill to compete with the people in your league. Right. So I don't know. Well, and that's some of the argument against loot boxes is the addictive nature. So so you're playing into that sort of thing. I, I think I think to it sounds like we're both kind of similarly situated. Mm-hmm. There there can be a place for loot boxes. I don't think that that there's no structure in which they should ever be allowed, period. I think there can be a place because a developer has a right to earn money off of their product in, in ways that, that they can figure out to monetize it. That's fine. But there are ways to implement it that are also really just harming your player base. And and that that is what needs to be avoided. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair sort of uh, way to end. I will say, just to bring it back full circle with Battlefront, again, I've not played it, but my understanding was that you started with like a blaster um, and you had to get to level... Blaster! Blaster! blaster. I was blaster. glad you did that. Blaster. Then you had to get okay. up to level 11 to have a rifle, you know, a decent weapon, or you could just spend $5 and have that rifle right off the bat. Um, again, I, the, my weapon names are way off, but I'm pretty sure that's how the progression went. So that was annoying people. You can, you know, spend mm-hmm. 10 hours to get this gun, or you can just buy it right off the bat. And that was... Certainly frustrating to the people who didn't want to spend that extra money. Right. And then I had uh, one more thing to sort of go piggyback on what you had said with the addictive nature. I fell victim to that with Idle Champions. Um, Those of you who are familiar with the game, you know the goal is to make it as deep into a run as possible, which is basically advance to the highest level. That's the short version. Um, Mm -hmm. And there would be times where I would just hit a wall, say level, you know, 185 or whatever. And I could call it quits and start back at zero, or, ooh, if I got one really good item, that could push me ahead. So do I want to spend the $5 Mm -hmm. to save myself from having to start over at zero? And I did that, definitely did that a couple times. Um, Probably $20, $30, they're like, let's just take the gamble. And it didn't always work. Sometimes I would spend 10 bucks and not get the item. And then that was frustrating. I felt like I wasted the money. But they got me. And they got my money, and I got nothing out of it, and... It is it is sort of addictive in that sense, or addicting, I guess. If you want a certain thing, you know, your brain tells you keep trying until you get it. Right. And I feel like... Yeah, I mean, we, we could do a whole episode just on loot boxes and psychology oh, yeah. of loot boxes I, and, and all I that think, stuff. I think y'all just did. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no you know, the so best part, right, is that we've talked, <laughs> we've talked for less time on loot boxes than you did for uh, Neo Geo games. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it's a it's a great conversation topic. I'm sure we will come back around to it because that's going to continue to evolve in in games and in the monetization of games for sure. Especially as um, games move more towards PC side, we already know with something like Game Pass Ultimate that the games that come through on PC are not required to have achievements on them, but they're still going to want to monetize and be appealing. So you may see some of that sort of like, well, this is fun, but you can pay this to make it a little more fun. It's, it's going to evolve. So um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear this topic come up again. Absolutely. In the future. And I feel like just to sort of wrap everything up, close up the discussion, there's a lot of parallels uh, between this and what we talked about last week with when have you completed a game? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it certainly comes down to personal preference. If you... Um, you know, you want to load up the new Call of Duty and you just want to drop $20 and have all the guns unlocked, the developer put that in the game. So you're not doing anything wrong. Some people might frown on it, 
but you're not cheating, you're not exploiting anything, you're literally using a feature that the developers put in the game, and that's your prerogative. You can do that if you want. If you hate loot boxes and you would rather invest the time, then you can do that too. Ultimately, it comes down to personal preference, and some people are going to agree, some people are going to disagree, some people love it, some people hate it, and it is what it is. I don't think you're going to be able to persuade somebody one way or another. Yep. That was a great wrap-up. Can we move to sales now? <laughs> All right, Elroy. <laughs> uh, there are some, Actually, I can't even really say there are some great sales this week. It is a very small list in comparison to the last couple weeks, but there are definitely some standouts. Elroy, you have been uncharacteristically quiet, and I am actually genuinely yeah. concerned, so please come back. What sales would you recommend for our lovely audience this week? Well, just to wrap it all up, Shadow of the Loot oh my Box God. <laughs> is n- not on sale this week. Okay. Now, but, however, uh, Dolene's, Dolene's Arcade is on sale. Is it sale. not That's Dufflings? Dolene's, man. Wait, Duff, oh my gosh. Okay, whatever, continue. <laughs> yeah, so it says Doe, like Doe. Right, but my last name is spelled E-N-O-U-G-H, and it's enough, so D-O-U-G-H, Duff. Doe, Merkham. So Dolin's <laughs> Arcade, it is a, a down to $4. Now, this isn't necessarily a quick completion. However, this does grant you access to play with Smash, brother. So uh, Smash is in this version. The newest version, I got my hands on that, and I quickly got it off my hands and sanitized quickly because that is not a Dolin's game. Uh, it is, uh, I don't know what it is. It's hella hard, and it's... Uh, uh, and it doesn't even have Smash in it. Like, <laughs> all those great suggestions that I gave way back when, when I did a review of this a game. Legendary review, by the way. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it, well, apparently all the advice <laughs> fell on deaf ears because there's no freaking Smash, brother. And there's and the new one, I, I, I don't want to just... It, it broke my heart. That's all I got to say. Just broke my heart. So... Anyhow, the original is on sale for $4. You should pick it up because it is, um, I don't know, it's an enjoyable game, I think. It's Breakout, and right? It's, yeah, it's basically uh, Arachnoid with, uh, with it, yeah, just go listen to my review. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I feel like we're in reruns now. So uh, the next one is, oh, sir. The insult simulator. And so someone even alluded to this earlier, and it is uh, <laughs> down quite a bit. It is a nice steep discount. I believe it was a dollar fifty. Is that right? A dollar forty nine. Right? It's an even better deal than you oh, thought. Oh man. Like four forty nine for Shadow Loot Box when it goes on sale. So uh one forty nine for this game, that is a steal, man. It is I mean, I'm not going to say it's a uh, hilarity, but it's pretty, it's pretty enjoyable in the sense that you're just mixing all these words that are, uh, you're insulting people and then you just pick random words and there's some skill involved in it. But, uh, and I found it kind of funny and that it was kind of dated with some of the pop culture references, but in all in all, it was good enough to have a sequel. Right, right, Laker? I mean, <laughs> sequels. But, uh, uh, oh, sir, the insult simulator. It's the non-celebrity version, the new, the new one, but it's a dollar fifty. 
Uh, that is a good deal for that game. So go check that out. Pretty easy points to be had there. Uh, there's a couple luck-based ones. Not as bad as the 2020 Cincinnati <laughs> thing, Magee. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So that's what I got for you this week. You know what I have to say to anybody who got any kind of pleasure out of that game? What? what? Your mother was a hamster and your father smells of <laughs> elderberries. Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> uh, classic insults. Classic. Indeed. Um insult simulator it's fun i i'll back up elroy there for a buck 49 if you haven't played it you got literally nothing to lose other than a buck 49 and you'll get an hour of fun with it if you don't care about completions well it sounds like everyone's buying those stupid loot boxes and uh, (laughs) just uh save your money there man there you go you heard it from elroy (laughs) (laughs) that sounded brutal whatever those things are em anything catch your eye any any uh thing you're picking up or anything to recommend um, there's nothing that I'm picking up, but I'm going to recommend a couple of, uh, couple of games on the sale this week that I've played. Um, I don't know that I'm going to recommend it, but I just want to highlight <laughs> that Where the Bees yeah. Make Honey is on sale. Uh, oh, this I week. just recently played that. Um, it's a one to two hour completion. You do have to play through it twice because there are two endings and you pick <laughs> one at the end. So you do have to go through it a second time. There's, and there's, one there's other... no cheese either. You straight up have to play yeah. it twice. You can't dashboard or save scum or anything. But the the game is short. Um, The length of the game really depends on how good an RC car you are and how good a bunny you are. Uh, But uh, this was discussed uh, some episodes ago. Many of us have played it. So if you haven't played it yet, you can certainly uh, discuss it in the Discord. Uh, if if you've ever wanted to know whatever happened to the little girl from the Blind Melon video, (laughs) this is what happens to her. And just uh, as a PSA, it is not a bee simulator, as Corey thought prior to his playing it. <laughs> so just be advised that that's not what you're Cut. going to get into. Get it. It is. Be advised. Uh, oh, man. I'm just terrible. Hey, J- Kelsey um, has to live with this. <laughs> um, it is Xbox One X enhanced. That <laughs> For some matters. reason. <laughs> uh, but And it's large. It's like a six gig game. So yeah, beat it and delete it. But it is on sale four ninety nine down from nine ninety nine. It it is only an hour or two for a thousand gamer score. That's worth checking out in in that regard. A couple other games that I spotted that I have also already played, but I think they're worth mentioning is um Tesla Tesla Grad. <laughs> pardon me, I just skipped on that title. <laughs> Tesla Grad was a game of the month on Z to Z some time ago and a bunch of us played it at that time and had a lot of fun with it. It's a Metroidvania but it's not um, the it's not as sweeping as Metro, Metroidvanias tend to be. They this one's kind of more based on a column with just offshoot hallways, uh, not too much of the backtracking. But it's it it is in there, so it definitely has the feel of uh, of a Metroidvania. It There's is, a couple of those achievements that are oh boy, those uh, <laughs> cards you got to pick up. Woo! That like that one where you have to. Climb yeah. up the center thing as fast as you can. Oh, boy. But the mechanics in the game work the way they're supposed to. Like, the game... The, yeah, but your be, hands don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, the controls could be a little tighter. It's definitely developed by an independent studio and doesn't necessarily have all the support that uh, bigger games might get. But it, it's a solid title. It's a six to eight hour completion. And it's it's a completion you'll feel pretty good about when you're done. It's worth 1400 TA, mostly because of the... Uh, completion or the collecting everything achievement that uh, Elroy mm-hmm. was alluding to, uh, but it's mm-hmm. it was well worth it. I 
enjoyed it a lot. A lot of us uh, had a good time with it. And the other game I just wanted to bring attention to is 1979 Revolution Black Friday. So this is uh, most similar to a Telltale game in that it is kind of your act. You pick uh, certain responses and the game kind of dynamically responds to those. There are different uh, trees depending on uh, what options you pick. It's I found it eye-opening because I don't know a whole lot about that period in history. And obviously it's told from a specific viewpoint and there was some controversy about the game based on that and who's telling the story, but it's three ninety five dollars right now. So that's definitely a fair price for it. It's also a little, it's not a short completion. It's four to five hours um, because you do have to go through it a couple times, most likely, unless you hit all the collectibles on your first try. But I definitely recommend it. It's it's easy to play. And again, it's, it's interesting. It's actually like a historical game. So you learn something while you're oh, playing oh, it. Oh, God forbid. So, so it's, it's, not, it's not a day after Thanksgiving simulator? No, not this one. But the sequel <laughs> okay. that I hear Radalika is published. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was the, that uh, one night stand game. It's the day after Thanksgiving. All that tryptophan <laughs> that you just consumed. Yeah. You fell right asleep. You don't know what's going on. Uh, but uh, I've played all three of these games. I've enjoyed them all for different reasons. Certainly, at well, I, let me not extend that to where the bees make honey. But I got through that game. <laughs> so uh, these are cool. good to pick up if you like gamer score. But I'd say 1979 and um, Tesla are also just they're good games, and and you'll definitely take something away from them. You'll take something away from where the bees make honey too. But that's a little different. Uh, what about you, X? Do you have anything that you're picking up or recommending in this sale? I do. There are four games that I'm going to make note of. Um, technically three, because two of them are stacks of each other. But Goosebumps, it is on sale $4 on Xbox 360 and $6 on Xbox One. Uh, the 360 version, it's actually one of those rare arcade games with 1,000 gamer score. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know, we sort of saw those at the end of the 360 life mm-hmm. cycle. It is worth 11.02 TA, and I just gave that disclaimer so that it doesn't seem like 400 gamer score with a huge ratio. Very, very <laughs> small ratio. And then the Xbox One version is 12.46 TA. The achievement list on both of them is identical, and the first time through, it'll probably take you three, four hours. The second time around, you have sort of an idea what you're doing. You can probably do it in two or three. Uh, I, it's a point-and-click game. It sort of follows the Goosebumps, the R.L. Stein novels. It's it's not scary. There's no jump scares. It's you know meant to be spooky for kids. It's you'll be fine. You'll you'll sleep just fine. Um, that grandma though, man, she's pretty scary. <laughs> they're they're not bad. I mean, I I enjoyed playing through it twice. I didn't have any issues with um, you know the game itself. I did have two achievements glitch for me on Xbox One. I have the full thousand on 360. I'm stuck with 920 on Xbox oh, no. One. Um, I had two achievements glitch, and I did a known way to trigger or fix those. I have well, not lately, but after it happened, I played through the whole game two more times. So I've actually played this game four wow. times: once on 360 and three times on Xbox One. And I just could not get those last two to unlock. And if you look at the ratio of those two achievements that I don't have. Um, every other achievement in the game, it's like a 1.1, 1.2, and then those are like a, a 1.6, 1.7, so I'm definitely oh, wow. not the mm-hmm. only one with that issue. Um, you know, the numbers mm-hmm. are very telling in that case, but it's still an easy 920 in that sense if you don't care about completions. 
So I would absolutely recommend both of those. They're fun. Again, I, I had no issues with them. I like point and clicks. It's the straight up old school, uh, first person point of view kind of point and click. The other one that I'm going to pick up this week was actually mentioned already. And now you guys have me doubting myself, but Bombfest. Okay. <laughs> Have fun with that no, one, but man. Bombfest, if you're not playing it just as an achievement game, is it's playable. Like, I don't know that you would play it for long periods of time necessarily, but I played the game with L and with his son, and for the little bit that we were playing together, it was fun. And you can get a lot of the achievements along the way. So, the Natty Twenties achievement aside, there is playability to be found in there, and especially if you have a local co-op buddy or two, or I shouldn't say co-op, local competitive in this case, but. It, for the sale price, it has some redeeming qualities and, and some pretty easy gamer score with not so bad ratios, actually. Yeah, that's kind of what my thought process was, actually. And I sort of prepared my spiel here before I knew Elroy was going to oh, mention it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's worth 1451 TA, so not super high, not super low. Um, at first glance, it appears to be pretty easy to boost with four controllers. But like you said... Um, Kelsey and I, we like playing these local co-op games. Just a quick sidebar. Both of us included in our wedding vows to each other that uh, Kelsey said she's glad to be my player too. And I said, I'm glad to have a couch co-op partner for life. So, well, so we'll, we'll probably get, you know, some fun out of it and I'll get, you know, 950 gamer score out of it because secret, I don't care about completions. <laughs> the last game. You did that wrong. It's secret. Oh, oh yeah, Elroy did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last one I'm going to talk about is Unknown Fate. Um, 1657 TA, just because most of it is missable. Uh, it looks like it's about three hours or so if you follow a guide. There's a YouTube video. It's about two and a half hours, I believe. So, you know, between pauses, a little over three hours. It's a walking simulator, which I happen to enjoy them. Uh, this one has puzzles, which is nothing new or unique, but it has enemies to defeat. So it has some sort of combat system, I guess, which is definitely a unique twist on the walking simulator formula. I have not played it yet, but I did pick it up. So, you know, maybe I can give another word in a couple weeks after I go through it. But that's all I have for the sales in uh, other cheap games this is a very bad segue free games but that you pay for uh <laughs> em, you have some game pass news for us yeah <laughs> let's talk about games as service for a little bit in the form of game pass uh so we don't have any new game or no wait let me start over we do have new game pass yes news we do because i made sure to listen to last week's panel to make sure it wasn't announced then Two new games are arriving on June 27th, which hopefully will be the day this podcast release yeah, yeah. releases. Um, these are Torment, Tides of Numenera, and Goat Simulator. Uh, oh, yeah. Flap, now, flap, according flap, to the, flap. Not fap, uh, fap, fap. This is a family podcast. <laughs> flap, 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 flap. Now, according <laughs> to the Twitter post when they show the, that nice image with stuff that's coming or whatever else, the Tides of Numenera is coming to PC. And Goat Simulator is coming to Xbox 360 and PC. Xbox One. So, or 360, pardon me. Xbox One. Sorry. It's it's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's it's warm in the Northeast today. And we're all trying to be good citizens oh. and not have our fans on in the background. So there's less work for editing. And um, it's clearly going to my head. So yes, Goat Simulator on Xbox One and PC. Um, so 
Torment was released on Xbox One in February of 2017. So since this image specifically notes PC, I assume that means a new game. But because games on PC don't necessarily need to carry achievements, I don't know if it has a list or not. Do do either of you have any wisdom on this? I do not. Yeah, uh, it's sort of going to be a mystery until it comes out. It could... Like you said, there's there's basically three options. It has no achievements at all, but you can play it on PC. Um, it gets a new achievement list, like several PC Game Pass games did, so you can get a new 1K. Um, or I could see it sharing the same list like some games do, where they're technically mm-hmm. two separate purchases, but have one list, which I hate, by the way, developers don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, those are our three, and, and I don't think there's any way of knowing until until we do. Right. And then uh, Goat Simulator does say Xbox One and PC, so... It will be uh, available through both, which means you'll have access to that stack. But do keep in mind that Goat Simulator also has a lot of DLC. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. Flap, 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 <laughs> oh, flap, yeah. flap, 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 some Goat flap, Simulator. Flap, Forget flap, that flap, Torment. Flap, 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 I mean, flap, that's exactly. Flap, flap, why would flap, you get a flap. game called Torment? Like, it is exactly what it says. It's freaking 80 hour completion, and it's got. 3,000 people have it. 25 people have completed it. I mean, it's, it's apparently reviewed pretty well. Yeah, it's, it's actually... It's well-regarded. It's it's a turn-based RPG, I think. Y- uh, yes, and it's pass. like the very old-school Fallout or Wasteland titles where you can play through the whole game and not have a single fight. You can talk your way out of everything. Yeah, so oh. it's, it's going to appeal to somebody, and if you're someone who already has Torment on your tag and knows how to play it, it's probably something you'll look forward to playing again so uh it's all value adds it's all value adds at this point but there is a value decrease coming up hey Uh, not bad news just broke today that after charge is leaving game pass on july 9th so um if you were working on that you may want to get on that soon because we don't have a whole lot of time left we have about a, a two week window um since they announced it i'm just trying to pull up the game real quick just to see if there's any yeah. other uh stuff i can add to this particular thing so after charge is a multiplayer game and it might be reasonably boostable um it's it's fun you play three on three as like teams of robots and you have different skills that that you can work on but this might need to be another, if we can put together like Hawkins style boost that we do something or Uno where it's real quick and we just get it done because uh, that this is about to leave Game Pass. And when it leaves Game Pass, it's $20 for you to buy if you want to go back to working on it. So um, definitely. After charge. Yep. after charge becomes an afterthought at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> do believe it is easily boostable. Like, I think it's one of, like, you mentioned Hawken, where it's, you know, 100 hours to try and do naturally, or two hours with a group that's going to let you shoot them in the face. Right. And I think that the player base is fairly low, because I'm pretty sure it's it's got um, cross-play, but I still think even with that, it's it's a pretty low player base. Yeah, I think even on Game Pass, it only has, like, 300 players or something. I mean, it's got 8,000 tracked gamers. Oh, maybe that, is that completed? tracked oh i'm thinking of something Um, completely wrong ignore me guys (laughs) um but uh, i don't think that number is going to go any higher anytime soon it's eight thousand track gamers and 100 have completed it so uh i want to say that carnage completed this game actually pretty quickly like he just 
put his head to it and and there is a level achievement that's going to take a while because you have to earn whatever ranks but a lot of the other stuff can just be done if you have a boosting group so i'll probably be looking for people to do that with um as it will be good for g task to which we will speak about oh, soon begrudgingly uh, speak about and- soon <laughs> possibly also good for rtdl one other thing just really quickly there's this quest palooza going on right now that uh it's a contest through microsoft if you do not have it yet do get the uh, xbox rewards app on your xbox one and in there you can see different quests that they have for game pass so these are usually things like get two achievements in a new game pass title or get one achievement in each of the following four titles you get points for being rewards which is great because most of us also do being already duping rewards you're just adding to that total and for every 10 quests you complete from now through july 30th 31st part of me you get entered into drawings for to quote their twitter uh trip to paris games week xbox elite controller alienware pc and more and whatever that more means. more more <laughs> oh my goodness but hey that xbox elite controller which might be an elite one for all we know uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, if you're doing it anyway, you might as well. I don't think you have to do anything special to sign up. It's just for doing the regular quests. So if you're doing them anyway, just check that out. You might as well get the Bing points while you're on the way to doing that. It's basically free money, so no real reason yep. not to. Yep, yep. All right. Elroy, this uh, this is your time oh, to shine. Boy. How would you like to tell us about G-Task 2019 slash 2020, actually? It's a little different this year. Uh, well, it's different this year. Um, I, I just said that. They just, they well, <laughs> they saw, see, I'm unofficially the second place. I was runner up last year, unofficially. Um, if you look at the, if you pull up the results from last year, you see my name right in second place behind, uh, behind red. And, uh, I guess I did too well in it because they decided to make the contest one that would, I would just absolutely suck at. And so <laughs> you did uh, this. <laughs> yeah. and so they couldn't have any of us uh new new guys showing up at the end so um yeah this is basically just like a ta type challenge so uh rattle lake of games need not apply uh so if you get a rattle lake of game that is worth 1035 ta i guess it's worth what 35 points is that right that is correct if you get and all of it in that one if week, you get yeah. all of it mm-hmm. yeah and so it's very minimal so like uh achievements that are 1.00 basically have no value well there's probably some microscopic value because they round down but um yeah it's just going to be very interesting because i have signed up for this i've that was a day I was very disappointed in myself. I can't believe that I would willingly do this <laughs> to myself again. And so I justified it in my mind, knowing that I will not make it very far because I have a lifetime ratio that is under 1.40. So uh, if you look at your friends, if you're friends with me, I'm probably at the bottom of your TA <laughs> ratio. And so uh, this is not a contest designed for me, but I am still doing it. And so... There is teams and individuals. So if you're an individual that likes to get a lot of achievements that are high ratio, this might be your kind of contest and because you uh, get a lot more points for those. And uh, for teams, there's teams of three. Uh, I've already gotten my team. I th- assume, have y'all, well, I know X's answers, but M, are you joining? Uh, you got a team lined up? Yep, I, I am joining and I am on the team. 
Ah, uh, we are Br'er Tom and the Possum Folk. That is uh, <laughs> Tom, uh, Br'er Rocker, and myself. Uh, who's your team? Uh, my team is Stan, or Toad Style Venom, uh, and L, of course, because I never yeah. have a choice in these matters. <laughs> but um, we don't have a team name as yet, which is the reason we don't have a, a team on the site because we've been trying to think of something clever and keep coming up with nothing. And speaking of, if you are looking for a team and you want clever names, check out discord. Cause there've been quite a few good ones that are uh, floating around in there. there. There's one team. Uh, it's J black Prue. And, oh, who's the last person on their team that the, 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 the team name has something to do with their names being unpronounceable. Uh, like it's, no, they're nice. just some really great. I, I'm gonna feel real bad because I don't remember who the third person of their team is. Um, but it's there's Enigma Gamer. I, I don't think it, you're the only one no. who can't pronounce Enigma Gamer. So I don't think that that counts. Um, well, I'll I'll look it up while you continue talking about G Task. So okay. they get a all shout right, out. So, all right. So if you for whatever reason of uh, achievements aren't. Uh, enough for you uh there's apparently a community badge for last in 10 weeks which um actually might be a little challenging for me this time because i'm going to be i'm just gonna have to increase volume you know <laughs> that's all i gotta do <laughs> kill them with so, quantity not quality yeah quantity yeah and unfortunately i've kind of blown through all my quantity uh this last two weeks so um hmm, i don't know where that leaves me but uh yeah as as m said you can find some uh, teammates in our discord uh, but, uh, I guess what we want to do is give a couple quick recommendations of some games, uh, or just recommendations about the contest itself. Uh, so, uh, for me, uh, I'll keep it pretty quick. Uh, Anoxemia, Anoxima, Anosemia? whatever it is. We've, we've, I don't we've know. had I this exact conversation before. I'm telling you, we are, we are in reruns at this point. And so, uh, <laughs> Uh, I talked about this at one point. Uh, once I figured out how to adjust the brightness, it was all easy peasy. Uh, and uh, I still don't think I've changed my TV back. Everything's really bright on it. <laughs> I forgot how I did it. And so uh, it's it's not a difficult game, but it gets you about 3,000 TA, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of my highest games I've ever completed at 3,000. And uh, then also Goat Simulator, just because there's so much and uh, it's it's pretty high ratio based on what you actually have to do and you can get a lot of it in a hurry. So if you for whatever reason haven't finished Goat Simulator or done Goat Simulator, uh, you can get some pretty quick points on that uh, at good ratios. So those would be my two uh, go-tos, especially since Goat Sim's uh, on uh, Game Pass now. So And it's not that other game, Torment or whatever the heck that was. And the ratio so is, about to... is going to skyrocket <laughs> on Goat Simulator. Oh, too. yeah. So so absolutely. So you, uh, you, if you're a person that has a, a ratio that decays, uh, when you're at the bottom of the barrel like I am, there is no decay. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> that hasn't uh, quite got down that far yet. So um, I don't experience it, but apparently some people do. So that might be a concern for many of you uh, in this new format, because if your game, your TA is going down, um, you're you're in trouble. So yeah, so don't play those new games. Yep. And just to, again, just to clarify uh, the new format of the system, I know Elroy said it, but it bears repeating now that we're offering recommendations. In the past, the contest has been completely by true achievement points. So if you play Jack and Jill DX, it's a 1,000 gamer score and a 1,005 TA. 
you have a thousand five points for that week. You're you're safe for the first couple rounds. With the new format, it's score differential. So you take TA minus gamer score. So using that same example, Jack and Jill DX, 1,005 minus 1,000, you just played that entire game, which granted was only half an hour, but you played that entire game and you only got five points versus any achievement in my suggestion, Minecraft. You guys know how much I love my Minecraft stacks. (laughs) The ratios on those are super inflated. They're just exorbitantly high. Um, Realistically, you could probably earn two or three achievements in an entire week for the first couple weeks and and be just fine because your score differential you know a 30 point achievement is worth 200 ta that's 170 points right there and that's at least for those first couple weeks that's going to be just fine with that one achievement um Mm -hmm. so any of the minecraft stacks will be your friend i know there's some people who haven't touched minecraft this is your chance to break them out if you want to (laughs) compete this is your chance to go for it um if you want to listen to elroy's story about minecraft um, there we talked about it <laughs> in the Cheesecast episode last, in the last December. <laughs> we won't uh, retouch it, but it exists. Um, but honestly, my my biggest advice is don't don't compete, don't enter Cheesecast, don't do it to yourself. Just mm. just don't That's do it. That's great advice. That is great advice. <laughs> All right. Well, enter Cheesecast if you can manage to do it casually. I would say if if you have too much of a competitive streak, it is better to stay out of it. Um, Damn. But. First of all, I just want to go back to what I was trying to remember earlier. The team name is Names You Can't Pronounce, and it's Jay Black, <laughs> Prue, and Kronos. It's brilliant. Oh, nice. I, I love it. And I, I'm i rooting for them just based on that. <laughs> so good work, guys. Uh, also, to take it back just one more step real quickly, G-Task, just in case you don't know, stands for the Great True Achievement Score Challenge. Turny thingy. We sometimes add a t-t at the end for turny thingy. Oh, I cut you off. Good at remembering things. That's quite all right. So, um, so when you're hearing that, that's what we're referring to. Also, we'd be remiss if we didn't um, just note, as always, True Achievements hosts this. So, if you're interested in it, go register on True Achievements. By the time this comes out, you should still have a couple days to do that. And the whole contest is based on a an idea originally brought forward by Planting Forty Two, who's still involved in maintaining it. And it's awesome that we all still get to participate. So, just want to thank those parties involved and. Uh, because we all get to benefit, except for X, because he's doing the smart thing for his mentality and taking <laughs> a step away this time around. Gotta do it. So for <laughs> the question of what games to play, a couple very general things to keep in mind. DLC. DLC is going DLC to be DLC is friend. always good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Game Pass games nice. generally have some ridiculous inflation. Even an easy game will be eleven or 1200 on Game Pass as opposed to just 1000 Connect games, if you still have any available, tend mm-hmm. to have very inflated ratios. Um, so whether you're playing Disney Pixar Rush on the Connect on the 360 or on Game Pass on your one, it's not hard either way and will have some very nice ratios. So any of those categories are going to help you. Some games that are fun to play or funish to play that you can get good ratio from in a fairly short time. Um, actually, I'm going to highlight a couple of Game Pass games. Super Lucky's Tale is actually a fairly... Mm-hmm fun platformer it's not perfect but it's a good little time waster also if you have kids in your household or anything you can play that with them around with no trouble some good ratios in there and that also has dlc which has even more inflated ratios and title and updates we- which have extra and, yes. inflated oh yeah ratios. That, that coin one man yes Woo. um and westerado westerado good choice um is another game pass game i want to say the full ta ratio is something like eight thousand. yeah it's way up there 
because the game is structured in such a way that you're going to play the whole game can be done in under an hour or under a half hour even i think mm-hmm. but because the game is structured in a way that you're you have to play through it multiple times you can sit down with it for an hour do the course of that playthrough and get whatever achievements in that and and get some really solid ta ratio stuff from it for not doing a whole heck of a lot now it's not going to help you too much only in that most because the game has 81 achievements all the achievements are low value so it's it is ratio based but you're gonna get more from a 100 point achievement that's worth 150 than you are from a westerado achievement that's worth five but 30 in ta because you're only going to get the benefit of that 25 so do keep that in mind but that's another really good game to play if you're looking for high ratio stuff Something else to keep in mind with this year's iteration of the G-Task is that you might have weeks where negative scores is is the line. Um, yep, I'm actually when, looking forward to seeing that. Just the collective <laughs> meltdown. Right. When we hit October, November, um, when the you know Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out, when Gears of War 5 comes out, there's always been a conundrum about that with G-Task because the ratio decays. That's really going to matter this time because it's all based on difference. So you do have to think about that when you're getting ready to play something. Is is this going to decay very badly because it might be hard to dig out of that particular hole? So um, I'm looking forward to it, though. I, I like score differential. My TA ratio is like a 1.75, so I'm closer to the other end. And I think it'll give an excuse for me to mm-hmm. go after some of the more difficult achievements I've been sitting on and not attempting because i've been playing more for just straight gamer score so i'm looking forward to it also uh, the uh games with gold any games with gold would be uh i Mm -hmm. don't know did you mention those i I didn't i I didn't i didn't but you're right definitely more for xbox one games than xbox 360 games there's more of a bump there but yeah absolutely once you see a game uh disney pixar brave is actually a great mm. example of that because uh it's a 1600 ish i want to say ta ratio and the game really isn't that hard but it was in game pass or i'm sorry it was games of gold and that inflated it quite a bit so um yeah definitely look out for those as well and and you'll see if you have one of those games and it comes games with gold in the coming months you're gonna do nothing yep. and watch your place Free rise. Free ratio, yep. Which is mm-hmm. awesome. Goat simulator, <laughs> roller coaster. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, guys, speaking of game recommendations for certain uh, contests, we are all aware of the BCM Better Completions Matter, uh, run by our buddy Iron Fist of Snuff, and then we also have the uh, Freemholes Completion Challenge. So, for this week's feature. Hope you guys were paying attention in anatomy class back in high school, because this week's featured challenge is to complete a game that contains a body part in the title. Elroy, I know you're dying to offer your suggestion here. (laughs) All right. Well, I do need a rule clarification, but I'll get to that in a second. But obviously, the number one, absolutely, what you should go with is Iron Snout. Is anybody surprised? It is a body part, and I do believe um, that's it. We'll just kind of, it's done. Yeah, it yep. doesn't necessarily it, say a human body part. So. Now, if you're using that for another category, I, I haven't really been following it, so if there's a category for just freaking awesome game and you want to <laughs> use Iron Snout for that, um, then I would also, I don't know if this works or not, but Arm a Krog, it has an arm in it, 
but I didn't know if that counted as kind of like the same thing, like robot or robo arm knee, right? Or, you know, is it, does it have to be the word by itself or can it be part of the word? Like, uh, I guess anything with like legend of Korra would be, has leg in it. Is that not so work? My understanding is it, first of all, it depends on the contest administrator. Freemhole mm-hmm. has a different threshold than Iron Fist of Snuff. Yep. So that's the first thing. I yeah. believe if the if it's part of a word, it automatically doesn't count. So no. so Armacrog so it wouldn't because okay. but the, the question arises with something like say for example Back to the Future because it has the word back, um, or with uh, something oh, like Enchanted yeah. Arms where it's not about your arms; it's about like armored like like weapons. Actually, Enchanted Armaments. Arms literally was a you have Enchanted oh, Arms, it? yeah. Well, there, there you go. Maybe that's a good one then. Small arms, or well, small arms. I guess you have sort of arm Man. attachments too. But uh, I hashtag gains. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if if it's not, so we'll go back to Back to the Future. If it's not meant to be about the back, Iron Fist stuff sometimes has a more um, strict reading. So you definitely would need to pass that by him first. But I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I think leg in legend would not count. But Iron Snout's 100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Snout. Yeah. And what you got for yeah. us? Um, so I struggled with this, actually, because I'm like, well, body parts are kind of distinct from organs. So my, my, I'm thinking like Valiant Hearts, Ooh. it's easy. Or like Eyes from Outer Space. But they're, they're, they're not like, you know, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. They're something different. So again, kind of a reading thing. So right before we record, I'm like, I don't really... I initially put down Albedo Eyes from Outer Space just to get the groan from everybody. Actually, this gives me an excuse to go back and complete a game that I've been sitting on for a while. Happy Feet 2. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. counts. Uh, this is based on the movie. It's a pretty simple, very basic platformer. You go around, you collect music notes, you occasionally stomp on the ground to make the penguins dance with you. Uh, I have two achievements left on it. One that's for beating all the enemies perfectly, and the enemies are sort of um, rhythm match type sections. And the other one's forgetting all the songs, which you do just by playing the stages over and over again. So that'll give me a chance to go back to it. I don't think there's any doubt that happy feet would mean feet and thus count. So that's my pick. Very nice. I, what about you, X? I have two as well. I'll start with the one that I'm also fairly certain would not count. Um, Mullet Man and the Mole Men. <laughs> nice. Um, mullet is... Is that a body part that could be iffy? And also, mullet man is one word. So does that count? Uh, that one could be iffy. Um, man, mole, mole man, though. You'd be like, man, I got a mole, man. Well, actually, you beat I... me to it. Yeah, I was going to say mole is a, mo- <laughs> is a mole a body part again, but it's I'm also... i need to borrow Corey's gavel here. Right. I, I, I don't think that's going to pass muster. Right. Yeah, um, you got a mole, Well, besides man. the fact that it's probably not very good, no one has completed this game. Um, there is a... Right. Yeah. I, that iron. Yeah, I forget what it's called, like hardcore mode or something like apparently. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, my legitimate. But it's a quick six to seven hundred, and and also pretty good for uh, G task to t- if you're getting that for six to seven hundred. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can get six or seven hundred in under half an hour. Um, my legitimate suggestion here is ACA Neo Geo Cyber Lip. Ooh. Um, at sixteen eighty nine TA, it's actually one of the harder Neo Geos. Um, so it's definitely worthy of being a better completion just because it's like a, a worthy completion in, you know, a cesspool of easy ones. 
Um, so don't let the fact that it starts with ACA Neo Geo throw you off. It is definitely not an easy completion. I only have 540 gamer score and it could not get anything else. Uh, but yeah, Cyber Lip. Lip's mm. a body part. Oh, man. Sounds good. I haven't played that one. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's clever. I would not have thought of that. Well, yeah, like you said, mm. I had a hard time with this one. So I went back through my game log. I'm like, oh, that that's the one. That's the one, man. <laughs> just like when you when you get a wedding ring or an engagement ring, rather. Mm. That's the one. You just mm. know it when you see it. So. Yeah. All right, Elroy, you want to do a uh, quick RTDL roundup? Remember, my friend, brevity is the soul of wit. Well, well, damn. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I decided I'd finally give some people some props here. You you want me to not give these oh, give people them, all the, their dues the here? Give them all their right. Props. Well, here you go. So we're immediately or we're currently on the team uh, the team RTDS. He threw me off with all this brevity stuff. <laughs> Team I tried, guys. I tried. And, and it has been a success. So, uh, at last count, I counted 663 total achievements so far this month. And that does not include a couple that have popped just in the last few hours. So, we're probably up to the mark of the beast by now. Now, <laughs> there has been five, yes, five full freaking c- c- combos already this Yes, five, five of these. I don't remember what the record is. I would think it was January of last year, but I couldn't find the archives. But I think it was somewhere like four. So I think this is definitely a new record on combos, but also in total achievements. So anyhow, so congrats to everyone on that. But as far as the update itself, I wanted to point out a few people. So just generally speaking, the year of the possum, is continuing to bear its teeth. And the awesome possums continue to look down on the other teams from the top branch as time dwindles down. This month, however, was all about having the right draft picks, and thus we shall focus on each slot. So in the captain spot, Elroy, love that guy, leader of the awesome possums, leads by example and sits in the lead with a slight edge over the Mario, who is skeptical of Elroy's lead. The Roy has been working on defending his lead with his fancy self-defense moves he learned from playing both Kung Fu Panda and Ninja Pizza Girl. And this month, he's got two pops in each game and a minimal 40 carbs per slice in the poison that he delivered door to door. Now, the first round pick, that is the most competitive spot. And three of the four individuals have shown why they were the top picks. Two of the full combos were obtained by both Major Congrats. <laughs> and NBA Kirkland with Brer Rocker having only two, yeah, just two pick, two more pops to go. Now, NBA Kirkland of Team Gesterado, uh, fresh off the NBA playoffs, is your top first round pick. He bested poor Matriarch by approximately 300 points. But Kirkland got the ping pong balls to bounce in his favor with his highest ratio Chivo being Dynasty from NBA Baller Beats with a 7.82 ratio. Surprise, surprise. NBA Kirkland was able to pop an NBA Baller Beats Chivo. Shocker. Speaking of shockers and in the NBA, it should be noted that one first round pick not mentioned here is no other than the famous draft bust Darko Pruacek, who lack, whose lackluster performance is among the many reasons Team Mario is just playing for future <laughs> draft picks. The second round and third round picks all-stars are no other than Homer and Fug, respectively, who are 
both truly awesome possums. Homer is closing in on the 6,000 points mark and sits in fourth place overall ahead of two people that have the full combos. Now, if you need something shot to death or if violence does in fact solve something, Homer may be your guy because his list is littered with first-person shooters with Halo, Battlefield, Call of Duty multiple times all over his list and Fallout and Borderlands and all this stuff. He's killing things, folks. So... Fog is closing in on his full combo as well, and has a very well varied list. Of note is his highest rate uh, Chivo, which is from Rare Replay, which he popped. It is entitled Long Lifespan for completing the Precious Seconds playlist. At the advanced age Fug is, we should all both wish him a long lifespan, as well as consider all our time with him very precious. The fourth in the fourth pick is a two horse race with fresh. 33,669 of Team Puny, uh, or Punny, besting, uh, Possum Man, or King's Man, who obtained his full Coca Combo already. Pick your game up, chin and frame. Just saying. No real patterns can be seen in the Fresh Makers list. It would seem that he has 33,669 different games on his list. Nevertheless, he is closing in on that combo and already has a bulk of his high ratio stuff, including an 8.31 ratio one from Killer Instinct with some whooping some tail with Orchid. Now, the fifth pick has been somewhat lackluster, the exception being Shabubble Bobble of Team hmm. Mario, who sits just outside the top five with his five and a half thousand points. Notable amongst his Chivos is one from the game Bomber Crew called Bailout, which he has tried to do uh, his best at, given that he is the lone bright spot on last place bottom-dwelling the very disappointing, awful team of Mario Party. Now, the sixth-round honors go to standout Death Dealers of Team Puny, Punny, who get her who got her full c- c- combo earlier today. Congrats to her. Yay. She dedicated her full c- 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 combo to Team Captain Big L, who may never get to listen to Shakira ever again. Much like her evolved Chivo, <laughs> entitled got a gold star for earning gold in the hunter tutorial she gets a gold star for her amazing performance in the rtdl the seventh round also has a standout star in high road of team gesterado who quickly beat the crap out of his list in record time and got his full combo in no time at all we shall all borrow from his chivo's pop this month from rush a Disney Pixar adventure that Chivo called Don't Forget About Me. I don't think he will have a problem with that ever again, When we, especially when we have the redraft that will screw up everything. Also from Banjo and Kazooie, Fire and Brimstone, because he's in hell, he popped high fives all around, to which I agree. You deserve high fives, High Road. The newer version of yourself has proved to be a better version of yourself. Now, lastly, the last round pick. I tell you what, take all of the last round picks from all the teams not called Awesome Possums and add them all together for a hypothetical player we shall call X-Iron Cuddly Fist Provos and compare them to my boy Matty. Matty Eyes. Matty Bring the Thunder. That's right, Mattism of Awesome Possum fame. <laughs> he has so many. He has as many as they do. This last round pick is in fifth place and is exhibit A of when teams will undoubtedly try to replicate the awesome possum business model when we do that redraft that screws up everything. Let me tell you something else about Matty. His pool side is the largest amongst anyone in the top 10. Last round pick, biggest pool. Matty is the real MVP, real MVP, Matty most valuable player. Props to him from Possum's Breast. You look no 
you have to look no further than his top ratio Chivo from Brain Challenge with a 6.31 ratio entitled The One. Maddie is the one. Matism, Matrix, Matrix. Hmm. And I, th- I guess we should send him a red lake of plush. And that is your RTDL update. Teams before the redraft screws up everything edition. All right. That was... It felt like a, a what the, the L minus the conversation. Yeah, I, I did that for him. There you go. Hopefully yeah. it's in film better. Yeah, feel so, better. Yeah. Um, yeah did, so, that, did I drop enough names either? Yeah, yeah, everyone likes to hear their their work shouted out. I think everyone <laughs> in the top 10 was mentioned, so that's awesome. Uh, it's also really interesting that we actually may have a full combo that drops out of the top 10. Um, yeah. it, I mean, people have just done awesome. I was looking earlier today at the, the team leaderboards and, um, awesome possums have 179 out of 225 potential, which means essentially across the team, they have seven full combos and then a little extra. Um, mm-hmm. and same with, uh, with that's not punny. They have six full combos and a little extra, like it's teams are putting up really awesome numbers. Uh, we do have a couple months before this first month pilot ends, and I know uh, Elroy keeps uh, harping on the the draft redraft thing. Um, we are still discussing what's going to happen with the next month uh, because while there have been some really awesome turnouts and people have definitely been showing up and playing playing real hard, you have someone like High Road or Death Dealers who basically were new to this, and, and Jimbot who also has done very well. Um, but we also have some people who did, uh, sign up sort of toward the tail end and aren't playing much. And you don't want to have team people that are super competitive on teams with people who aren't playing or aren't playing much. So trying to figure out how to balance it to keep it engaging for everybody is important. So we're, we're still kind of working through that and figuring out what the best way to do that is. One change that probably will take effect almost definitely is, um, of, a pool of full combos for a team. So if the team size is still nine, instead of everybody getting one re-roll, um, I'm sorry, yeah, the re-roll pool, pardon me. Instead of everybody getting one re-roll, the team will have a pool of nine re-rolls and teams can earn another re-roll based on someone full comboing. So if you get oh, a, that's cool. a natural full combo like Death Dealers did, the team would get two re-rolls back. If you got a not-so-natural full combo like I did because I got a re-roll, we'd get one re-roll back. So um, this would encourage the teams to strategize. So if you have a list where it's like, I think I can get the full combo, but there are these two that I need to get rid of, you can re-roll those two. So I think we're going to institute that change. But insofar as the other stuff, we're still not 100% sure what's going on. But we'll figure that out over the next couple days. Um, and it's not over yet. It's definitely a, a two-horse race at this point. But um it's not over yet. People could be sitting on preloads. We all know Mario loves his preloads. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens over the next couple of days and definitely uh, chat about it on the next podcast. Uh, but thank you, everyone who's participated. It's It's been a lot of fun uh, to see everyone so engaged and to see different boosting sessions come up to help people and all that. I know our team, uh, Team Punny, has had a very active chat and everyone's super supportive of each other which has been awesome and my understanding is other teams have had that as well so it's been great and and again thank you everyone for contributing to the success of the team competition all right Right hey and uh another segment in which we acknowledge people's accomplishments it's time for proclamation point so uh perfect i feel like there should be lightning and thunder (laughs) okay there we go all right i got you i got you (laughs) So to start us off with completions, 
Facial LaFleur, there's a name we haven't heard in a while, has reached mm-hmm. a new milestone of 500 completed games. X, the hero, favorite host, has reached a new milestone of 575 completed games. Nice done. Completion percentage-wise, Elroy OMJ, Ooh. love that guy, has <laughs> reached a new milestone of a very <laughs> sexy 69% completion percentage. Oh, baby. <laughs> um... Toadstyle Venom has reached a new milestone of 75% completion, and X the Hero, favorite host, has reached a new milestone of 80% completion percentage. Uh, sidebar, I've been up as high as 82 before, so I'm not sure why I'd actually acknowledge that I've reached 80, but I've been in the 70s for a while, so 80 feels I, pretty good. I can explain this, actually. Please do. Um, from when your ratio dropped, like from when they added that that particular field where it tells you what your new completion percentage is, if you've never hit it since that was added, it'll pop for you, okay. even if you've had a higher one. All right, so that's so this why. Happens, yeah, people see this a lot for the bean dive. And if you're not familiar with the bean dive, mm-hmm. that's when you take all the games you've never started and just throw them on your tag. It's sort of a way to air all your dirty laundry with your backlog that you're hiding by keeping games hidden or not including them on your RTDL list. Uh, so if you started at 75 and you do the bean dive and you go all the way down to 52, you're going to get 53, 54, 55 if you've never hit them before, all the way back up to 75 and then so on. Gotcha. All right. I did not know that, actually. So I was kind of surprised to see that, but makes perfect sense. Oh, there you go. All right. For achievements one, Death Dealers has reached 4,000 achievements one. Benel72 has 9,000 <laughs> achievements one. Shadowless Edge has 11,000 achievements one. Professor Pluto has 12,000 achievements one. Dunkos has 13,000 achievements one. Big L has 16,500 achievements one. Facial LaFleur has 22,000 achievements one. And my buddy, Sangrias, if you're not my buddy, you are now. Love you, buddy. Has 48,000 <laughs> achievements won. That is a whole lot of bleep bloop. Yeah. And wow. the, right? 48,000. Um, as far as streaks go, Emperor L, which is like the cooler version of Big L, is on a 25-day <laughs> achievement win streak. Expovos, I'm kidding, man. I know you're Kronos, is on a 25-day achievement win streak. Mattism is also on a 25-day achievement win streak. Kitty Skies has 50 days, and Enigma Gamer 77 is on a 200-day achievement win streak. Um, gamer score, nobody in the podcast had any significant gamer <laughs> score milestones, so we will skip right to TA score. Mellified has reached 175,000 TA. Benel72 has reached 450,000 TA. And Elroy, I typed Elroy o- OMG. Elroy OMJ <laughs> has reached 950,000 TA, which has also put him, I was just kidding a little bit ago, has also put him at 700,000 gamer score. Now remember, my friend, uh, brevity is a soul of wit, but tell us your story on uh, what you did to reach 700. All right, I think I got this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I uh, had on my RTDL, uh, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? And so, obviously, it's not what's in the box. That is a, a reference to a, an old movie that you've never seen called Seven. Uh, one of my favorite movies. Uh, I've watched it a ton of times. And uh, there's a scene in which Brad Pitt, spoiler, his wife's head's in a box. So he goes, freaks out, and he's, uh, he's asking what's in the box, what's in the box. And so there's uh, several achievements out there named what's in the box. However, I either had them or they were in games I didn't want to play. And they had nothing to do with a severed head in a box. 
However, what's in the bag was both on my RTDL list, and it was from the movie 7, and I was going for 700,000 gamer score. So it also features a severed head in a bag. So I think it's more true to form uh, in the sense that the contents of the bag were closer to the movie uh, and not so much the receptacle that the severed head was in. So I think that it is perfectly a good homage to the movie seven. And I made that my 700,000th gamer score. What's in the bag? Y'all stay away now. John Doe's got the upper hand. That's that was my Morgan Freeman. I like that (laughs) actually, because I saw that that was the achievement you had. And I'm like, Man, this guy has gotten something like pretty cool for all the other ones. So I thought there was no meaning. There's actually a ton of meaning. That was very well done. Well, thank you. Very well done. That's um, awesome. And I I can't believe you're only fifty thousand TA away from a million gamer score. I mean, you're you're a new gamer <laughs> score hunter, new ish, right? Like you yeah, haven't been I mean, doing this, this like for that third long. Year. This is my That's third year. Uh, not even a full third year, I think, uh, or crazy. close to it. You know, crazy. as far as everybody on TA who has one million TA, you will probably have the highest gamer score. Probably, <laughs> probably. Um, that two hundred fifty thousand TA score differential is uh, uh, <laughs> rocking that one point three four. Yeah, there's nothing you can really say about that. Yeah, there's no, it is no what it is. wrong way to game. If that's what motivates you, that's there awesome. There you go. All right, wrapping up proclamation point. Um, in the leaderboard realm, play ultimate seven eleven is the top two is in the top two thousand of TA leaderboard for turn based. Foo foo cuddly nice. poof is in the. T- is this even a milestone? <laughs> Foof. It is for. You're in the top twenty thousand. <laughs> Of TA leaderboard for puzzle, um, and he left us a special note that says, "I'm coming for you, M." Oh, he oh, is. Uh, you know what? I actually because I, I do monitor the puzzle leaderboard because that's probably my strongest <laughs> um, genre category. Uh, I'll. Do you want to guess what my actual ranking is on TA for puzzle games? One thirty-two, nine thousand, thirty-seven. So what? It's be a little. That's insane. <laughs> That's so much lower than what I thought it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at puzzle so games. So that's only so, like 19,963 um, spots he has to catch up on. I mean, on. he can make it if I put my Xbox in a fire, I guess, and don't play anymore. But bring it on. Bring it on. That's it. You'd have to have more than 100,000 gamer score to start with. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got to begin there. I think, I, think my, I think my gamer score in puzzle games is like 88 something thousand so very nice um yeah it's it's my favorite genre so i i just love my puzzle games all right we have uh one more leaderboard on proclamation point chronos is now in the top five thousand of the true achievement leaderboard for action adventure and when it comes to community birthdays x the hero favorite host will turn 29 on 629 very fitting oh Oh, your uh champagne birthday heck yeah so this week's nice. community spotlight uh, goes to everybody's favorite panda, Jeffy the Panda, uh, if you weren't sure. By- no, hey, wait a second. I, I, wait a second. I got a community spotlight for you. I, I, it's not on the dock, but uh, no, it I was don't- a... Hold oh, on. Go ahead. Hold on. I need to go back to birthdays. We're, we're birthday, like, next door neighbors. I have a birthday coming up, too. Uh, oh, I guess- yeah? It's not my champagne birthday because I'm old, but my, my birthday's coming up this weekend also. So happy birthday, X. But uh, oh. I got one coming up, too, on the 30th. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'll be honest with oh, you. Wow. I knew that. Seems like that should have been on the dock. But no, it wasn't on the dock, so <laughs> I, I thought maybe you didn't want to share that publicly. 
Oh no, I don't. I, I don't. All right, it's just a day. Well, happy an early birthday to you, M. We well, are indeed you. birthday as well. Almost. It's, well, you know what? On June thirty first, that's my birthday. I totally believe that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what wasn't on the dock is, uh, and it came up in the um, uh, awesome possums chat. The the nice uh, community there. And uh, it's actually uh, Professor Pluto is getting married, I think, next week. Oh, yeah. Wow, and uh, he, he brought that up. Yeah. So I wanted to give him a shout out. So uh, he survived that spider down there, that spider attack. <laughs> and uh, and now he's getting married. Maybe it put all his, uh, you know, put thing, everything in perspective for him. That And uh, but yeah, congrats to you. Uh, that's that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. I know how much fun and uh, how awesome weddings are. So big congrats from me personally. To... Add a life milestone. Yeah, right. Uh, part to there the you go. But uh, do we have another community spotlight you wanted to get to? X? Well, uh, I was going to say community spotlight for uh, Jeffy the Panda. He has signed a full time position, full time contract, whatever you want to call it, as community outreach specialist for Achievaboo. So nice. they kind of put him on a nice. trial run up at corporate, and they liked what he had to say. So you can certainly expect. <laughs> Uh, more information on Achievaboo from Jeffy the Panda in the near future. I look forward to more advertising. Absolutely. Well, mm. I think that about wraps us up. So hopefully you guys enjoyed our little switcheroo. Um, all three hours. All th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, let us know what you thought of us running the panel, the content, of course, the discussion, whatever. Uh, you know, we uh, have a Discord. It is uh, Discord. <laughs> we have a dot- question for the community, actually, before we get in there. You can answer this in the Discord. If you had to tr- switch one person from the regular panel <laughs> with one person from this panel, <laughs> why would it be L and why would it be Oh. <laughs> no, I can, I can feel better. Very <laughs> nice. If you would like to answer that question, please come join us at discord.io slash ah101. Feel free to follow us on Mixer, and by us, I mean none of us, but foof on Mixer at mixer.com <laughs> slash ah101, and feel free to send us a Twitter tweet at twitter.com slash achievements101. You can listen to us on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, Pornhub, Xhamster, iTunes, I'm just reading what the doc says, folks. Like, review, tweet them, oh, Twitter Kenny. tweets, and smash that subscribe button. And make sure you turn on the notification bell on YouTube so you don't miss anything we put out. Have a great day, Is everybody. Is uh, the uh, ACA website? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> make sure you do that in the private tab, all right? Well, okay. thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Class dismissed. Man, I'm starving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of... Chivo Talk, where we uh, take our TA stats and just really dig through it and see what we can find. So last week, um, I know personally, it showed how little I knew about real games. The uh, <laughs> you know the sixty dollar variety, and uh, this week I'm in charge. Oh, <laughs> and oh, <no>. So <laughs> guess what? We are going to be talking about the games that I like. <laughs> the ones that luck, you could probably get close, you know, well, if, if you paid over $10 for any of these, you probably paid way too much. So you could probably get about, I don't know, six or seven of these for that. No, probably more than that. Probably close to 10 of these for that same $60 you spent on one of those games we talked about last week. So I'm all about the gamer score. 
So this time, we'll see how much you know about the easiest games out there. Oh, Ooh. yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. So here's your nuts and bolts of this. We are judging these games based on their TA ratio. So Ooh. the lower the TA, <laughs> the better the game in my book, but the higher <laughs> it will climb on each list. Does that make sense, panel? I am so nervous. It does make sense. Mm. Do you remember what TA score is from last week, Brooke? Oh, boy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is off to a great start. <laughs> yes. Well, I have plans for Brooke if she just has nothing on these uh, terrible games. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how this progresses. You're so, coming across anyhow, like I a am super joined. Elroy, I have plans. <laughs> I have All some right. plans for her. So, Hold on, let me I am joined. Cheater. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, put up, put up those, uh, those mobile devices. We are, we, this is, uh, this is all from the top of your head. So, as I alluded to, I got these uh, wonderful people here. So you already know who they are. But let's hear briefly how you feel about this easy game gamer score. These easy games that we're about to discuss. Where do you stand on these easy games? Uh, how about you, Am? I. So unlike most of the panel, or no, actually, I'm not even going to start that way. I am right in between basically everyone on the panel. I will play all the easy Red Alikas. I will also play the Red Dead Redemptions. And I will also play the Hexic HDs. So I Mm. consider myself to be fairly well-rounded about these things. Some days, it's just a day to go after gamer score. Other days, I want to sink into a good campaign. So I like a good, easy completion, but it's not the only thing I'll seek out. Oh, all right. What about y'all, foofs? Okay. I'll go. Um, Yeah, so I don't really care about gamer score. (laughs) But you've played your share of terrible games, right? Oh, of course. I mean, I play whatever game that is interesting to me at the time, but um, I'm not really... I don't really care about the gamer score, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, well, if you enjoy good, awful games, I know for a fact that you had at your disposal a vast library of those <laughs> for a full year's time. So if you were looking for games to play, I am sure that you stumbled upon a couple just jewels there that uh, came courtesy of me uh, as oh, your yes. game share partner by proxy, I guess. Oh, yes. I definitely found some... Uh... What you would call gems of oh, a good game. <laughs> All right. So what about you, Foof? I think we already know where you stand on these. As evidenced by your terrible gamer score. Ouch. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but yes, I, I'm definitely more in between. Similar to Michelle. It depends on the day. But definitely more for the, uh, what Elroy would say is bad games. Yes. Well, I mean... <laughs> You inspire tournaments, man. That's what, that's what you are. <laughs> I'm almost got almost to the end of my food for the year. You are. So I'm really excited. I get Jeez. to pick up some ACAs. All right. Now. All right. So here we go. Let's, let's get to it. So I have taken all the Xbox games. I've looked at them by TA. And so I took the top 27. Ooh. Why 27, you say? Well, I DQ'd two of them right off the start, and that left 25. And I thought that was, you know, top 25. We're not going to go into each one, so don't worry. We're not going to sit here and bore you to death with the top 25. However, I do want to get 
into before we look at the actual games themselves. I want to first look at console. There's a lot of talk out there about oh the gamer score is super easy now and you know back in the good old days blah blah blah. So <laughs> let's just take a look at that little claim. So question zero. This is oh. before we start. Okay. Oh. Yeah. In, in light of all this talk about how gamer score is so easier now, this should be a no-brainer one would think. But looking at the top twenty-five easiest completions. Which system do you feel is most represented? Now, I have four systems here that are in the top 25. You have the Xbox 360, you have the Windows Phone, you have the Xbox One, and you have Windows games. So please, dear panel, rank those one to four for me. Let's start with you, Foof. (laughs) (laughs) One being the most represented. I feel like I'm being. Set and if off. you want, you can even take a stab of how many out of the top twenty-five are in each one. If you feel well, judging by how you phrased the question, oh yeah, I will say three sixty Windows, Windows Phone, Xbox One. With Xbox One being the most or the least represented, Xbox One being the least represented, so Xbox three hundred and sixty okay. being the most. Okay. Brooke, do you have any thoughts whatsoever on this topic? <laughs> My thoughts is probably going to be the highest, or that's the wrong phrasing. The most represented. Thank you very much. The most <laughs> represented, I think, is probably going to be Windows Phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And I... Okay, she is ashamed of her own answer and is she's, forfeited she's the rest. She's not feeling well, and her giggly gland is broken, so she's not in case of the giggles right now. Okay, okay well, Em, can you uh, feel the silence for us? Um, all right, I will attempt to. Uh, here's my analysis of your question. Okay. All right, I still think it's Xbox One. I think in the time since Xbox One has been released and with the quickness we're seeing things be released, mm-hmm. I, I do think it has the largest number. I mean, remember, an ACA Neo Geo game comes out, or two of them come out every Tuesday. So yeah. there, there's a lot out there. And then with Rada Leica publishing, that as well mm-hmm. uh, counts for that. I think second is going to be Xbox 360 um, because I... I think I don't know how many of them make the list, but back in the day, for us achievement hunters who started before the Xbox One, Elroy, mm-hmm. we used to do things like get Japanese <laughs> consoles and play a lot of visual novels. So I think the oh, 360 yeah. is going to be well represented. I think the next one after that is going to be w- Windows, because you do get those Neo Geo games on Windows as well. There just is not the same prevalence of games on Windows, although that is increasing. And then finally is Windows Phone. Windows Phone was great for some easy gamer score, but the total amount of games available on there is pretty small compared to the rest of the Xbox landscape. Wow. So let me tell you something. <laughs> One of you is exactly correct. Wow. So it was Brooke. Yeah. It was Brooke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're exactly Right, and that uh, the giggles saved you probably some further embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, amazing, uh, uh, breaking it down. You are absolutely correct. So in fourth place was the Windows Phone. It has one single entry, and we'll wow. get to I'm guessing that one. Wow. Yeah, we'll get to guessing that here in a second. Oh, and wow. then uh, third place was Windows with seven. And then second place was the Xbox 360 with eight. 
And then lastly, the Xbox One with nine. So it's a little closer than a lot of people would probably think. I think a lot of people feel that Xbox One is heads and shoulders, the easiest, blah, blah. And, but uh, uh, no, there's them. a lot of parody, a lot of parody on yeah, this Yeah, I, I do so, find that surprising that it's not a, a bigger number. That's very yeah. interesting. All right. Well, I know y'all are anxious to pick some losers, and by losers I mean awesome games. But <laughs> indulge me so one more. I am so about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've said, you mentioned that earlier. <laughs> so, <laughs> so indulge me one more time before we get to that, because now I want to look at those publishers. Oh. So we know all the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. So where do they rank in this same top twenty-five? So in the top twenty-five. Just tell me which publisher you feel shows up more often. Explain if you like. And I'll give you one of four choices. So there's a little bit of a theme here. Uh, and it kind of gets log jammed at the top. And so your four choices are... Radaleka. <laughs> Hamster. That's your ACA, Brooke. Thank you. Sometimes <laughs> you... Not you, Brooke. That's another publisher. Oh. And then we have... <laughs> Visual novel genre. So there's a, uh, as you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. you have all these uh, different oh, publishers careful. of these Japanese novel games, and there's quite a few of them, and they're all like different publishers. So I just grouped them all together just to make it more interesting. So you could, which one shows up the most in the top 25? Radaleka, Hamster, Sometimes You, or Visual Novel Genre? So, M, you you got it exactly right last time. Let's just you. I think that's kind of like make it take it on the basketball court. So you made it. So what do you got for us? Uh, I got a pair of foofs cheating off my homework. I think so. Um, <laughs> let's see. Given your choices, I'm going to guess it's hamster. Mostly under the logic that hamster is the only one that actively publishes on multiple platforms. Hmm. That's a that's a very sensible bit. What about you, Foofs? I'm gonna go with Radalika because I think you like those games a lot. Oh, I love those games. <laughs> From what well, I'm gathering, it's not just me. I mean, it, it, I think it's the year of the rat, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, is it really? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. I think it might be the year of the pig. <laughs> it's the year of something, but it could be the rat. And boy, they're bringing it. What about you, Foof? I'm going to guess something else, and I'm going to go with the visual novels. Ah, Since I know that was, there were a bunch of them on the 360 and a couple on the one with multiple regions and whatnot. That's a good point, because I was thinking visual novels as strictly those Japanese visual novels, but I'm sure there are some walking sim style games that are in the top 25 that qualify. All right. Well... Let me tell you something. None of you picked the the least represented, which is sometimes you. They have three in the top 25. And next up is actually the visual novel genre. They have four. Four in the top 25. Now, there are a ton more of them listed here, but they usually... I'd say the bulk of them, from just kind of looking dead further down the list, it's uh, most of them end up in the 30 range. There's a mm. whole lot of them, like in the 30 to 40 range. So they're slightly, they have like 1.023 ratios of most of those, kind of in that range. And there's a lot more games that are easier than that that we're going to discuss. <laughs> and then the runner up is actually 
Radaleka. Oh. I know. I know. I totally thought I had it. You you were so close. I mean, <laughs> they have five five games in the top twenty five, and then five? the evil the evil hamster empire has seven. So yes, I realize that that does not add up to twenty five, and that's because there's some little mm-hmm. curveballs in there. But that is the bulk of it. So I have probably teased this long enough. So we're actually going to just jump right in. So finally. Question two. What are the <laughs> these 10 easiest completions? I know you don't want to talk about numbers 11 through 25. It's a turd sandwich, and I don't blame you. So let's just look at the top 10 and see what we can glean from that. So what are the top 10 easiest completions for a gamer score? Now, one little side note. Uh, for the purpose of this discussion, I used whatever console for ACA. So if you guessed, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever... Fatal Fury 3, I'll, I'm not going to tell you to specify a console. You can say, uh, I'll give it to you either way. If it's I appreciate Xbox that. One. Yeah, that, that's just my gift to you. Today. Well, thank you. So, yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And so, oh, 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 before we get, I def- forgot to get to the two that I DQ'd. So, I'm sure probably M, if nobody else would guess one of these, I DQ'd them because... Frankly, they do not have enough people that played them. I've set the bar at 300 people because if it's good enough for Leonidas, it's good enough for me. So <laughs> That's actually a pretty good scale, a good line. <laughs> yeah, so 300 people. So there's two that got DQ'd off the top, and both of them were pretty high on the list. One of them would have been number four, and one of them would have been number six. Uh, does anybody want to take a – or seven? Anybody want to take a guess at what those might have been? Under three hundred, and huh. yeah, and no idea. Here's your here's your hint: is that they're actually the same game, but the variation of it is what I don't know. I guess kind of DQ'd it, and hmm. to be honest, I don't know what the difference is other than well, I, I do, but I don't. So uh, if that makes any sense. Let me just tell you, I don't want to yeah, get caught down this. Know. Yeah, I have no I idea. Right. It's actually Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. And one oh, version is for really? the yeah. Toshiba, mm-hmm. one's for the Toshiba, and then one's for the Veo or Veio, yeah, whatever you Yeah, they variations. Right, it's yeah, very so weird. one's Sony, one's <laughs> Toshiba, and so I assume that's what it is. On, they're both win, Windows 8 console games. So I've never anyway, heard of I DQ'd, Yeah, I DQ'd them both. They have really low ratios, 1.006 for one and 1.008 for the other, mm-hmm. uh, and 130 played one and 140 people played the other one. So and they're both unavailable now. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Apparently, you if, just turn it on and it, you get the achievements. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if of the what'd you say one thirty one of them tracked. If all one thirty yeah. also played the other one, and the other fourteen yeah, just randomly happened to find it. <laughs> yeah, probably. And, and then it was gone before they could go back. And finish it. <laughs> I don't know whatever. So yeah, so that those are off the list. So okay, just count them up and you are all set now. So. Uh, Brooke, let's let you, you have the whole library of, of just Xbox games at your disposal here. You get first picks. You're, you know, uh, just playground pick them. You get the first pick. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Um. (laughs) I'm just waiting for like a random ladder, rattle like the game that she heard us talk about. 
Yeah, I honestly, <laughs> this is going to sound horrible, but I can't think of any right now. Like, at all. <laughs> Ooh. So. I'm pretty I'm sure that one of them with... you've played. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Are you sure? Huh. I think. <laughs> I am not sure because she is a very mysterious woman that uh, <laughs> you, you can never find her tag or anything like that. And, but I think I That's heard Fish mention I that say. you played this. Oh, go ahead. I think. I don't, no, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm just going to say Jack and Jill. You know what? That was the one that I thought you would say because I thought that was the one that you s- I heard you played. Oh no, I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> <laughs> I think what do you, well, that that brings me to one of the uh, the things I thought you could bring to the table is that you could give us a brief description of what the game is. Oh, so in your view, what is Jack and Jill DX all about? Um, <laughs> it's about a guy named Jack. <laughs> And a girl named Jill, and oh, man, you're on they fire. tumbled down the hill, um, oh, and then they had to fight some monsters. Man, that is exactly how that game plays out. So, yes. you, you're not going to believe this, Brooke. I wouldn't lie to you here. Okay. You just picked the number one worst game, best gym out there on the really? Xbox system. No, I system. did not. You've won a hundred times. Jack you nailed it wow. first, first freaking try. You oh, are such you a natural at this. Wow. I do not even know what to say. I am in awe. So let me tell you about Jack and Jill DX. Other than the spot on description about what it is, uh, it's the one that looks like an Xbox, or I'm sorry, a, a, a Game Boy game. Uh, yes. In which it's, I mean, it literally looks like something you would have played 20 years ago. And maybe 20, no, 30 probably. Anyway. Can you pull it up for me so I can see? Yeah, it's gloriously awful. And so the total score you get for this game is 1,005 points of TA. So for a 1,000 gamer score, you get 1,005 TA. Now, this game itself has 6,541 tracked gamers. And of those... 6,375 people have completed it. I did it. Uh, and four want to boost it. Yes. And so I was looking at the achievement list, and interestingly enough, uh, there is 11 achievements on it. And of those 11 achievements, 10 of them have a whopping ratio of 1.00, and the That's 11th one has a ratio of 1.01. So I guess that not everyone buys something in the store. That's the hardest achievement on there. <laughs> so hardest. Jack and Joe DX is absolutely your number one pick. And Brooke, you nailed it. Sweet. It looks like a Mario game. Is it just me? <laughs> okay, I can see where you're going with that. Like a, a Game like, Boy. Yeah. So yeah, kind of yeah. like Mario Platform. 3 where, where Mario's running around, choosing stages, blowing whistles, and skipping stages. And if there was color, I could see how you would think that. I... Yeah. Yeah, you see how Jack fell down the hill and all that stuff? I'm yeah, and right all the on. monsters. I totally see it. Yep. Yeah. You know it. I did know it. All right. Well, Foof, I don't think that you can top uh, top that, but uh, I'm impressed with Brooke's knowledge of terrible games. So, what do you got for us? Um, I'm gonna go with 
Well, I'm going to go with my one of my favorite shows ever, Avatar The Last Airbender. Well, I uh, Avatar The Burning Earth is what the game is called. Right. I, and as you know, I am your go-to for all things anime. And, uh, <laughs> it's just, so, this is going to trigger me. I'm just hearing you speak about this. <laughs> so... I know all about this game, so Brooke, you don't have to tell us all about this game. Uh, this <laughs> one is all about this one guy, and he like shoots a bunch of stuff out of his hands. He's like bending air, and he's like, "Woo, look at me! I'm an airbender!" And look at everyone die, and and then he runs with his arms behind him, and then he gets real angry and destroys the entire environment. It's really a cool game. So, yeah, hey, that's what I get out of it. Running with yep. the arms behind you is Naruto. That's not <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> so, Avatar is the correct answer. Bam! Just like that. That's all there is to it. Woo! Yes, that ranks number five on this list. So Wow. Uh yeah, that one is actually of all the ones in the top ten, this one this one by far has the most people who have tracked gamers for it. So That's I mean not it's, surprised how since it's yeah, so I mean, it's, it's kind of the running joke for the longest time about uh you know the easiest gamer score and then of course red lake came in is like please but uh avatar it uh has fifty eight thousand six hundred and eighty two wow. tracked gamers which is easily fifty thousand more than just about everyone yeah yeah it's Easily 50,000 more than everyone else on the list. So uh, it is by far the most popular game, if you want to call it that. And uh, it is worth a whopping 1,007 gamer score. Or, sorry, TA. Uh, as opposed to the, the 1,005. I actually would have <laughs> thought that that would have been the number one answer. Just well, it was number one, one for a very long time. It. Yep, it is number five. So... It's available still for download for twenty whole dollars. It is also the most expensive game on the list what? at twenty dollars. Although if you Name uh, pay yeah. twenty dollars for it, uh, you're doing something wrong with your life. So don't uh, don't pay that for that. It goes on sale for like what two dollars all the time, and I don't know. You can get yeah, because it because it was just on yeah. sale last week for three bucks. Oh, now now this one. Uh, Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay, Em, you've been waiting so patiently. I'm sure you've come up with this, and you've actually played probably most of these games. So what do you got for us I actually, in your first so choice? So far, I'm only one for two. I, I've played Jack and Jill, but not Avatar. Oh. Um, yeah, that was one of those games for the longest time, if you were into the achievement hunting thing, where it was sort of mm-hmm. like a point of pride to not have that game, or like some <laughs> of the visual novels, or My Horse and Me. Like they're, they're just certain sort of benchmark, like you're clearly in this just for the gamer score game. So you didn't want them on your tag, but now they're so available everywhere. Uh, no one cares. And as a point about avatar too, it's almost like monthly. I feel, or every month it's on sale for $3. So if you are interested yeah. in it, just wait, it's eventually going to drop down. So this is a great topic. And I do have a guess. I'm going to go a little out of left field here. Cause I know, uh, cause I'm taking my notes that you said one uh-huh. Windows Phone game made the top twenty-five. So I don't know if it made the top ten. Oh yeah. But you I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there because I, I have a story about it. If it is in fact one of the games that is in the top ten, the easiest Windows Phone game, if I recall correctly, is Collapse. And you are absolutely correct. Stop, Stop at seven hundred fifty dollars. It was not enough. 
Guesses what number? Um, well, definitely wasn't tracked by fifty some thousand people. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's no, it, probably seven thousand people with my phone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it it uh, it actually comes in at number nine. Okay. Yeah, so it was number eight until just recently uh, when we were supposed to first record, but I have since had to modify my oh. notes because this one game made a run recently. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah, so it's bumped down to number nine. So I have a brief story about Collapse. Love so this it. is why the game is always so memorable to me. So, uh, Brooke, you're probably not familiar, but I think most of the people listening are with the uh, G-Task tourney thingy, <laughs> the Ugh. Great True Achievement Score <laughs> Challenge. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a year-long challenge where people just try to get as much gamer score as they can, and uh, there are weekly eliminations. So in 2013, in August, I was on a team with L, and I don't remember if this is, I think this year I was with two other folks, but it was the day of cutoff, and we're close to the line. And we are in Manhattan watching Ring of Honor Wrestling. Now, I know some folks on our podcast do listen to wrestling. So we're at a show with guys that are like current WWE talent, like Tommaso Ciampa and Kevin Owens and whatnot. Like a really good show. And we're panicking about where we're going to fall in G-Task. So I'm there at the (laughs) show playing Collapse on my phone to get the 100 points necessary for us to survive that week. So I'm sure I missed something amazing, but I got to experience Collapse in that time. So it it always kind of holds a special (laughs) place for me. Very cool. Yep. And that's probably going to be my only valid guess because it's that's number nine. That's actually further down on the list than I thought it would be because I'm pretty sure what well, you said it's, it's the only one in the top 25 right so and oh yeah well uh, we're only looking at the top 10 right, right now but, but yes but it. yes it is it is it, it. that is it okay. that's the Windows phone representation in the uh, yeah 25 oh, right. easiest games so. I wouldn't have been able to get any of the Windows phone games well now you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Brooke has come back to you. Uh, hopefully, no giggle fits or anything. You got number one, and I mean, you could just sit back and just say scoreboard if you like. I have no idea. Um, okay, so this is going to be a horrible guess, but I'm going to guess Angry Birds out there. Anyone play Angry Birds? <laughs> uh no. I, I think this is no. yeah yeah. Okay. I think I think it, it got lost with Clash of Clans, but no, those those Man. games. Uh, I I think that one actually is don't the, aren't the Angry Bird games like kind of challenging as far as or lengthy where yes. you get all the gamer score that you have to. Yeah, I don't think that any of those. Would I think appear. they got a stupid grind to them. Yeah, you frequently there are many Angry Birds games out across different platforms. So you have them on Windows Eight, you had them on Windows Phone, you had one on the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. So they're everywhere, but uh, you frequently need to have oh. three stars in multiple levels, and frequently you also need to run the game for twenty-four hours. Which you know, when you play Angry Birds, you play it for five minutes and then you put it mm-hmm. aside. So those. Time achievements usually are pretty high. I, I want to say the lowest ratioed one is probably like a 1.3-ish or something like that. So it probably wouldn't be Whoa. anywhere near the top 100. Uh, I have this list right oh, here. Okay. I actually thought there See, was I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to cheat, so y'all, y'all can't cheat. Is it out there. Star Wars? 
Uh, let me sort it. Let me sort. Uh, the easiest one is, yep, Angry Birds Star Wars Win 8. And that has a 1.554 oh, ratio. Oof. Yeah, and it takes 25 to 30 hours, as opposed to Angry Birds Trilogy, which is uh, 1,500 gamer score, but it has a 3.744 ratio. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, and it takes 200 plus hours. Yeah, that, that oh, that's fine. quite difficult. That well, I think Angry Birds. Angry Birds Star Wars is the only one that doesn't require you to three-star a whole bunch of things. And it requires 25 to 30 hours because it has a play-for-24-hours achievement. And there's just no way to get around. Like, you can obviously idle your computer for 24 hours, Mm -hmm. but there's really no way to get around that stuff. And a lot of them have achievements with launch so many birds, and that's just going to take a while. Yeah, yeah, it's... That's where list design comes into things. Because if Rattalaika published the Angry Birds games, it would be launch your mm. first red bird, launch your first <laughs> yeah. yellow bird, yep. lose yep. a level, get three stars once, no and that'll be it. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. All right. Learning something well, new. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you still got number one, Brooke, and that's what matters. That's true. Yep, exactly. What about you, Foof? <laughs> what do you got for us? Um, I'm going to guess a game that I actually enjoyed playing, even though in the 10 minutes I played it, Super Destronaut DX. Oh, that is another Rattalaika gem. Uh, indeed, uh, that one is, in fact, on the list. Yes, you got number number four. <laughs> so you guys coach number. Yeah, I think that was a dramatic pause for the ladies there. Now. The uh, yeah, Super Destronaut. That one has six thousand four hundred eighty-one tracked gamers. Um, wow! It, yeah, it's your zero to one hour completion. Uh, it is also worth one thousand six TA, mm-hmm. but I guess it's one thousand six TA is lower than the one thousand six TA for number two and three uh, because they both list at one point zero zero six as well. So I assume that somewhere that carries out further, and it's just not random. So. Uh, if it is just random, then it could be tied for second. So um, I do not know how they do their little calculations. But decimals beyond what we see. So I would imagine yeah. so. That's that's kind of what I suppose. But if it wasn't, then hey, it's tied for second. But most likely, it is in fact fourth. So yeah, excellent game. I, I actually enjoyed that one. I was sad yeah. when it was over. Like like a lot of those Rattalaika games like that, where uh, you're you're starting to get into it, and then you got the thousand, you know. <laughs> points and you're like oh that's over okay yeah yeah galak is my <laughs> like favorite that. arcade game and this is basically it i yeah. really enjoyed that game yeah it was it was a great game i mean if you haven't played it it's five dollars you're gonna be a thousand uh gamer score and just a couple i don't know probably about 20 25 minutes right or 10 minutes 15 i don't know how long it took I 15 20 probably so, yeah it looks fun. Yeah. i kind of want to yeah. try it yeah, you should. That's it's it's a good uh, introduction to sell your soul to the the Chivo. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, oh, the, you get your fix, and then you'd be like, ooh, I think I want to do that again, and, and then you realize Rattle Lake has a whole library available to you. So good games too. All right, yeah. What do you got for us? You you poached the Windows Phone one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What do you, what what do you have for us now? Um. I am going to go ahead and guess. I had this game on my random to-do list, so another mm-hmm. contest-related entry okay. this month. Uh, and it was the lowest-ratioed one on that list, and it was Storm Boy. 
<laughs> oh boy, he's so useless. Uh, so Storm Boy. <laughs> yes, uh, in case you're wondering more about Storm Boy, there's a wonderful game swap where we take apart old Storm Boy and, t- and put him in other games, and uh, he that doesn't fare so, so well. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. If I you can understand. Yeah, if you can understand a word I'm saying, I, I I kind of try to talk fast because I knew I had a lot of material to get to. So, Storm Boy is useless in every sense of the way. However, he is useful in this list's purpose, and it lands at number two. All right. Oh, wow. oh man. Oh. So, you nailed number two there. That is it. Now, there's one thing of note that I wanted to bring up about Storm Boy. Uh, it's got uh, 4,246 tracked gamers, and of those, 4,156 have completed the game. Oh. And this game, actually, if you pull up by completion percentage, so which game has the easiest completion percentage, uh, it is, in fact, Storm Boy. Oh, it wow. has a 9788 percent completion rate and oh, wow. is the highest one listed on ta and in fact all of the achievements in this game all 11 of them are worth a whopping 1.00 ta <laughs> so it is, i don't wow. know what the math there is why it equals that so obviously there are some decimal points we're not seeing in that it's 1006 ta total even though all of the achievements list at 1.00 just like which is odd since it appears behind Jack and Jill, which had one that was 1.01 and then the rest were 1.00. So obviously there's some hidden decimals that we're not privy to. and uh, But that is the interesting point about Storm Boy, which is available, Brooke, $6. Kenny, have you not played this either? I was just going to say, I haven't tried that one either. That's, oh, that he's would so actually, useless. That would be a good game for both of you to sit through. It's only about a half hour, and it's based on a children's story. And what you really learn by the end is that Australian children are tough. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, everything in their country is trying to kill them. I, so I what know, do you but it's it's actually a really nice um, reimagining of the tale. They do a good job with it. It's not twitchy at all. There are a couple of like little quote unquote mini games, and that's where many achievements are tied up but it's obviously nothing (laughs) difficult but it's the kind of game you can go through once and just see the story because being as it's based on a story it actually has a pretty solid one and then just go back and scoop up whatever achievements later that's actually kind of interesting you say that because typically when it comes to these faster bad games and you're playing them just for the points you usually don't hear (laughs) good story in it either it's usually Mm -hmm. just a throwaway story something you get in get your points get out Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, Easy isn't intrinsically bad. It's just usually more than anything. I have a question for you, actually, Elroy. I don't know if you looked up this uh, particular data set when you were researching for this. Are any of the games in the top 10 longer than a zero to one hour completion? Um, It is. uh, No, uh, it is. Pretty much you have to get down to number 15 before you have a one to two hour completion. Okay. And number number 15 being the, uh, obviously, it's Muv Love Alternative Total (laughs) Eclipse. 
So that is your oh, Japanese I was going to guess that. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea yes. what that is. I mean, yeah. Obviously. Oh, my love. Yeah. I'm, so I'm that one. Showing one my hand here a little bit. I'm going to guess the Japanese visual novel on my next uh, go. And oh. I'll, I'll explain a little bit about them so it makes a little more sense for those of you who've never experienced such things. But I'll wait my turn. Okay. So I see who this one. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Storm Boy. So I think it's back to Brooke now. Yes, it and is. I don't know. And so just to make this easier, because at this point, you've done all the usual suspects. So <laughs> uh, left on the top 10 is one ACA game, one Rataleka game, one random 360 game, and one Japanese visual novel. So there you go. So there's four left on the, in the top 10. That is the parameters I'm giving you as a hint. Okay. Wait, there's four left in the top ten? Yes. Let's uh, see. We got... Uh, we have Jack and Jill, Avatar, Collapse, Super Destronaut, DX, and Storm Boy. I count oh, five. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We have two ACA in the top oh, ten. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. No, it's not okay. me there. That's okay. Hmm. Okay. This is why we take notes. Yeah, absolutely. Without click pins. <laughs> yes, definitely without anything for click. <laughs> um... I have two guesses, so I'll keep one to myself. We'll allow it. Oh, oh we'll allow it. You'll allow, we'll allow it. it. Okay. Oh, right. yes. So I'm pretty sure, Alvaro, I've heard you talk about this game. Um, oh. And it sounded interesting. I may just, I'm pretty sure you talked about it. But Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure. No, Ooh, oh. Mr. Pumpkin's Adventure is incorrect. Oh, it really? is a heck of a game. That's a good I guess, believe, though. Yeah, I believe if I was guessing about why it's not, it's probably the same reason I haven't completed it. It's because I missed some stupid thing I didn't click on. There's like collectibles throughout that game. <laughs> I think that's so, what you were talking about when I heard you. Yeah, yeah. it's. I don't do that game in very positive light. It has <laughs> a 1.037 completion rate. And if I click on there, let me see which one I'm missing here. Uh, I it am missing really weird. collector. <laughs> yeah, I did not collect all the diary pieces. So if you look at the achievements, there's only about three or four that uh, really above a 1.2, or I'm sorry, 1.02. Uh, and one of them is all the diary pieces. I need to go back and finish that. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. I need to get that <laughs> one off my bag. So I got to go back and sit through another hour of it. And maybe it'll pop while i'm in the progress of doing it i don't know what i missed but what was your second guess bro i was just gonna say sonic i mean that's a classic <laughs> sonic, game now, you are actually very close oh no. uh, really i am going to give you sonic the fighters Bam! just like that that's all there is to it i know that is oh, the one you meant that's right yeah i'm that's sure that's the one oh. yeah and that is a nice little 400-point uh, game, and I'll actually play that 400-point game because it only takes zero to one hours, and it's uh, like all these Sonic characters, and all you have to do is just spam one button, and it's over. And so that one actually lands in at number 18, but an oh. excellent guess, bro. Okay. Oh, so it's not well, Okay. I forgot about that game. <laughs> yep. So, what that was that was brings? all Foof. my guesses. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, number one, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Foof? So we got two ACAs left, one rat, one random 360, and one visual novel. 
And you know that if you don't guess the visual novel, that M's got your back next guess. <laughs> I don't even got a guess on the visual novels. <laughs> so that's all, Michelle. Um, all right. I want to go for an ACA. Okay. And oh, what's the one I did? I'm going to go with real about uh, crap. Fatal oh, Fury, on, I think it is. Real about oh, Fatal Oh, my Fury. man, Foof. I can't tell you how proud of I, I am of you right now. You, that was amazing. I don't know. Those all run together. And like, even when they they're listed really inside TA, they're like in all caps. It's like they're yelling at you and all the titles <laughs> sound the same. And the fact that you pulled that out because there's like Fatal Fury, you know, World This and Fatal Fury That. But you actually picked the one that yeah. made a run lately and made it all the way up to... Let's see, what did I say? Oh, gosh, where did it go? I, my notes are terrible. It's in the top ten, though. I think it's number nine or eight. That's the one that pushed <laughs> down Collapse from? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is number eight now. So, real bout, Fatal Fury Special, the Windows 10 version, actually, oh. is number eight. And uh, I'm not sure. Do you remember what the cheese method on that one was? Was that the one with the Mud Man where you just punched the Mud Man to death over and over? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, that guy, he doesn't learn, man. You yeah, just that's keep punching him in the face. I actually completed, I believe. <laughs> yeah, you just walk in and punch that guy right in the mouth over and over again. <laughs> yep, I know which one you're talking about. All right, so that's number eight. So that's one ACA off the list. Excellent job, foof. Very nice, Adam. All right. Man. What do you got for us, Sam? I assume you're going now. on the overseas. You're going overseas with this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I have uh, two visual novels that I think it might be, but you said there's one. All uh, right. And and while I'm looking at my two choices and likely picking the wrong one, uh, I have to give a shout out to Stan who loaned me and L his Japanese console for like six years. So, oh, well. <laughs> uh, nice. But he did eventually get it back, so uh, I don't want to hear that anymore. But um, the way that these Japanese visual novels work, because I know. Brooke, I know for sure you're not familiar with this, and I, I don't know Correct. how familiar you are, Kenny. And Elroy, I don't know how familiar you are either, because this was really in a time before you started achievement hunting. Well, I'm sure you remember where, where I was sending you screenshots of it, saying oh, what the yes. heck is going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I've actually gotten a, a, a Japanese, whatever, 360, and so uh, I have a bunch of games. I just haven't got around to really playing a lot of them. I switched out the HDMI cable with something else, and I just got too lazy to switch it back. And so they're just, I have a bunch of games i got to play on it. But, yeah, they're they are very easy with guys. I just match the letters. Right. Yeah. So back in the <laughs> days before we had weekly Hamster and Radalika releases, the most um, impactful way to get a whole bunch of easy gamer score was to own a Japanese console and a bunch of visual novels. Visual novels are just that. They're just sort of choose-your-own-adventure type stories. The unfortunate thing is they're entirely in Japanese. So there's uh, one Fun. person in particular, Sangrias, I believe, <laughs> who recently joined the Discord, and I hope I, this, this credit is correct, who created all sorts of really amazing guides that were like, you're going to see stuff that looks like this, pick this one. You're going to see stuff like that looks like that, pick that one. Mm -hmm. And most of these Japanese visual novels, the, there's no gameplay. 
you're just selecting options and they frequently have multiple endings. So the achievements are tied to getting to the multiple endings. They almost always have quick skip dialogue options. The dialogue just rolls through really fast so that you can get to the end of the game. There are a couple that are a little more tricky. There, there are a couple, there's one that has a date specific achievement. So you have to be mindful of that. There are a couple of other Japanese console games that uh, are not easy gamer score games and not visual novels, but that's primarily why people got their Japanese consoles. So with all that out of the way, I'm going to guess No Fate, Only the Power of Will. Oh, No Fate, Only the Power of Will. That ranks in at... That is in number 33. Oh, all right. What was your second guess? Uh, my second guess? Oh, I get to go twice? Well, you said okay. you had two, did yeah. you? And you were going to okay. pick the wrong one. Um, and I didn't want you to have the same regret <laughs> that I had last week when I picked Dead Rising. And then I believe it was Foof that yeah. sniped my second guess. Uh, Assassin's you know. Creed. Yeah, number two. <laughs> uh, my other guess was Code 18. And that would have been absolutely correct. Oh, okay. I'm not worried about anyone sniping that one, though. <laughs> no, not no. at all. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Code eighteen. I couldn't tell you what it's about. I just know that every time I play one of these games, I have that awkward moment where I'm like watching <laughs> it fly by on the screen, and I'm thinking, I don't know that I should be playing this because it's like all these like scantily clad like Japanese teenagers. Like uh, I don't know. It feels kind of weird as a guy in his in his forties playing these games and <laughs> and i think would i lose my job at school if someone walked in on me playing this game right now some of them are kind of out there in that regards but uh i, I was yeah, about I, to you know bang it and take a look at this but after you say that you, maybe i won't <laughs> do that i mean it's, not, I mean, it's <laughs> just a little it's just a little out there a little and you're like Fan you know, I, of course everyone so. of the Every one of the female characters is scantily clad, and all the guys are just, you know, kind of cool wearing their jackets and all. I don't know. It's just. But there's also uh, usually some kind of like brutal violence that happens. Too, oh, yeah. Like the yeah. screen cuts oh. away, and everything's like, you know. Yeah, everything turns red. And, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they wake up and, like, what just happened? I'm horrified. Oh, my gosh. Was that a dream? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're just weird, and and I, I like to try bad. to fill out my own story when I play it, and I'm like, I just kind of make up the story in my head of what's going on, and this because I don't have a clue, street. there's no English anywhere to be found, and well, and, and there's, uh, there's I'm just matching symbols, like four <laughs> templates. So you know, there's character normal view, character smiling view, character crying view, character angry view, and and that's yeah. all you're seeing is just these different <laughs> overlays. And screen will go dark. Cool guy with jacket will show up. Everyone will be dead. It's that's, there you go. They're all organized that way. I want to hear Elmer's right. story with one of these. I would love to watch Elmer play one of these. Way, yes. Stream it. <laughs> yes, please. Oh man. oh man, I had a good one there for a while. I, I would entertain Kelly with it. Like I, it was only way I could feel normal about having these. <laughs> these characters on my screen with Kelly sitting next to me, like, and I'm just making fun of it the whole time. It was pretty fun, but anyway, yeah. So we're, I don't know, we're about 30 minutes in, and I got a bunch of other stuff that I wanted to get to. So uh, does anybody have any other just burning guesses they wanted to guess before I move on to the next questions and just tell you what the missing three entries are? Does anybody have a guess what the other ACA Neo Geo game on the list is? It's number three. Oh, number three. Uh, number three. I don't have any idea. 
I, I'm not even going to hazard a guess. I've, <laughs> I've I, mostly played the ACA games with higher ratios. I finished one this week that had like a 1.9 ratio, so I, I'm not the mm-hmm. right audience. I'm going to um, guess the only other one I can think of for that is World Heroes. My God, Foof. You are a freaking genius over there. <laughs> what is going on over there? Wow. That is amazing. Yes, I, that is he did not cheat. That is I'm, I am to be I fair, not I think there're only two I completed. I am super impressed. I I, I <laughs> That, that I, if I had my video on right now, you would have saw my jaw drop. I can't believe you just pulled out both ACA games. That is amazing, that man. That year I, you spent game sharing had this kind of impact on <laughs> right? so I, it. It was meaningful. That, it was meaningful. What have that you done is, to me, Elroy? This is amazing. I thought you, you just weren't paying attention in all this time. You were a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> this is, <laughs> that is awesome. All right. So, yeah, so World Heroes, that's one of the early ones, I guess, I think, that came out. And it. Uh, <laughs> if you read the comments on it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it was the only thing I really wanted to mention about it. It is another one with a 1.006 ratio and another hour completion. And it's $8, uh, all ACAs. And it has uh, only 722 track gamers. That's on Windows 10. That's the version that the, the it accounts on. But anyway, on the comment section, if you read it, it's really funny because everyone has their their goal, you know, their fix for it to get the hardest achievement on it that has a 1.03, achi- you know, ratio mm-hmm. on it, score 500,000 points. And so someone's like, oh, it's easy, just do this. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, well, this is even easier. And then someone else is like, oh, ignore all of them. There's the easiest way. And, and so depending on <laughs> whose, you know, uh, solution you trust, it's either easy, easier, or easiest. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you basically just spam a different button, and it's, and so it's like easier to spam that button than this button. And I don't know, it's kind of a funny read. But uh, anyway, that is absolutely correct. So that's number three. Uh, does anybody have a guess for what Rataleka game was not mentioned? It's number six one on the list. Um... Is it... I am drawing blanks on Rattalika games right now. What was that new got... one that just came out? Well, you uh... got uh, you got one more dungeon. I and me, Warlock's Tower, League of Evil, back in nineteen ninety five. Devious Dungeon Two, My Big Sister, Explosion, Devious Dungeon, Shadow of the Loot Box, Twin Robots Ultimate Edition, Zero Zerotopian Invasion, Tetris Escape, Bird Game, Heroes Trials, Daggerhoods, Iron Tetris. Snap, Axis Denied, Metagal, Super Weekend Mode, Midnight Deluxe, Full oh. Blast, Super Destronaut, Jack and Jill. And then distraint, which hasn't come out. Oh, you totally s- gave away the answer. You totally gave it away, Elroy, because you just read them in <laughs> no, the first quarter. Say. It's full blast. I'm not even going to It is full blast. <laughs> I was just going to see if anybody noticed there. So I, I'm I so glad you, you said that. Like, because where's Jack and Jill? Where's... Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, like I was going to How so make fun of y'all. If, blast. Long, I, that was another one I really liked, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, full blast is a good one. It, uh, I was yeah. gonna guess super super weekend mode. Yeah, that's that one that came actually, out recently, and it was really yeah, that one's in twenty one. Uh, a lot of people probably would pick that. That one was the one that was famous for its five minute completion story nice. on TA, and uh, it was super easy. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but that was number twenty one. So oh, it, wow. uh, yeah, it didn't even crack the number wow. the top twenty five. Uh, yeah, it's uh, just ahead of 
uh, famous game Energy Cycle, that number twenty three. In case you were wondering, that's okay. That and uh, wow, yeah. And then uh, North uh, that finished at number twenty. And then uh, so, you know, some other ones that people know. Um, yeah, some. Yeah, it's a full load of them there. But uh, how about the other random one we got there with uh, backyard sports, backyard football ten. Yeah, that was, okay. that was everyone's next guess, right? That was about the, to ask uh, if it was a sports game, no <laughs> lie. Oh, man, Brooke, I'm so sorry I robbed you of that moment. So <laughs> we might have been able to piece it together. But, yeah, that is number seven. That's your random uh, 360 game that uh, appeared on the list. So uh, in case you did not take notes like uh, M did, number one was Jack and Jill, number two, Storm Boy, number three, uh, ACA Neo Geo World Heroes. Excellent job, Foof, by the way. <laughs> uh, number four was Super Destronaut. Number five, Avatar. Number six, Full Blast. Number seven, Backyard Sports, Backyard Football. Ten, number eight was uh, Neo Geo, Real Bout, Fatal Fury Special. Again, I'm impressed. <laughs> and number nine was Collapse. And number ten was Code 18. So that is your ten easiest games by completion. Uh, TA. And um, there you have that. So... With that out of the way, um, was there any impressions from that that you wanted to mention there? Anybody? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm actually surprised at how few of the early easy gamer score games are not represented. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I get it because there there were games like all the two K six sports games, so it's actually that was my next guess. A good guess that you mentioned sports games, Brooke, because. These were games with five achievements. They were each worth 200 gamer score, and they were easy to manipulate, and they were frequently purchased for a very long period of time for yep. the easy gamer score. Now, granted, uh, the 2K6 game, and I guess this is what counts for the list to some degree, those 2K6 games were also bought by casual gamers who just played and maybe didn't get mm-hmm. one of those achievements or oh, whatever may have happened. Sense. Where all of these Radalika games, the ACA games, really everything on this list is purchased specifically for the fact that it has an easy list i am most surprised to see backyard sports on here because it falls Mm -hmm. sort of in that first category of games people might have bought casually in 2010 Mm -hmm. but it makes sense what's on here but it's still surprising to me well you mentioned the 2k6 sports games Mm -hmm. i looked up uh, the four of those and so um nba 2k6 is a 1.029 so that puts it around number 50 okay uh because i got the top 40 in front of me and it ends up at 1.024 so it's probably in the 50s i would imagine um but that one should probably be up there two uh college hoops 2k6 there was something going on with that one i don't quite remember but i do remember what was going on with major league baseball 2k6 and and uh, that was the leaping at the wall one. That was a pain where you had to uh, like have one team basically hit a home run and then leap and like rob them from going from it being a home run. Uh, that one took a while. And in fact, that game actually has a one to two hour completion time because probably most people took forever with that achievement because you had to pick Tory Hunter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and then you had to kind of just wait for the perfect opportunity, and then you had to time it just right. It was kind of a pain, really. Uh, so that's probably why that one's lower. That one has a 1.098 ratio. And then NHL 2K6, there was something with like a power play goal to score on a power play goal, and that was kind of a pain to really set up. Uh, so that one's got actually the lowest or the highest ratio of them all, which is 1.150. So, well, there was um, a time I, where 1.150 was like, all right, go pick it up. That's That's a... 
we, we kind of forget <laughs> that relatively. Like TMNT, which I think is a six to eight hour completion, was that used mm-hmm. to be one of those games where it's like go out and get it. It's easy gamer score, and now you yeah. can get six thousand gamer score in that time. So that landscape has changed yep. a lot in the last yep. three or four years, or even yeah, less. T- TMNT, uh, 1.061. So, um, I yeah, actually there know you have what it. that game is. I just want to put it there. <laughs> yeah, I just recently finished that game. Man. That, was, that game actually took a long time, and the cameras were terrible, and I kept falling to my death. And oh, man, it was, that was a struggle at some point. But uh, one thing I wanted to point out was that in the top 25, uh, 19 of the entries, as we talked about earlier, were from one of those four genres or publishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means that there were six left that were not one of those. So is uh, anybody... Well, we already mentioned one, which mm-hmm. was Sega with the Sonic the Fighters game. But uh, Sonic actually... I'm sorry. Sega actually has another one on the list. Does anybody have a guess on which one that is? I, I do, but I, I'll wait to let the... The Foofs, the foofs. If, if they would like to chime in. Um, it recently went on sale, if I'm not mistaken. You literally said that, and the first thing that popped into my head was the Sega theme song, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I was thinking in my head. Oh, man. The, nah. If that one gets in your head, don't ever, don't ever pull up a video of the Daytona game. Oh, oh my gosh. Boy. I thought you were going to say the purple drinking game, and I was going to say, well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's, let's, let's go away. Let's go. Oh, man. It, oh, don't my do goodness. It. Now he's going to be singing it all weekend. All yeah. Weekend. Oh, man. And it, the reason I that one burned into my brain is it, it was like the one arcade game at this college, like in the game room of this college I attended. And so every time you walk through there, which it was a shortcut, and it was just blaring that song. And so every time I, you walk through there, you're hearing this Daytona, <laughs> I mean, and it just oh, it haunts me to this day. But yes, uh, oh memories. Uh, Foof, did you have a guess on this? <laughs> nah, I can't think of an outer Sega game that would be an easy completion or a quick one. No, what was it, Em? The only other one I can think of offhand, uh, right around when Sonic the Fighters. Was it Sonic the Fighters that? Yeah, yeah um, Sonic the Fighters. When that came out, also Virtual Fighter Two came out. It was also a four hundred gamer score, zero to one hour completion, if I recall correctly. Well, I think you're talking about the same game, but it's called something else. Oh. Not Virtual Fighter, but uh, Virtual Striker. Oh wait, I don't know if that's oh. the same game or okay. not. No, Virtual Striker is isn't that a Japanese game? I believe it is. Maybe I'm in a mistake here. Uh, That was like a soccer game. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. How did you forget the soccer game? I've never played that one. I want to play it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. You're right. You're right. I thought that was the 3D fighter. I was thinking it was Virtua Fighter 2. So that's on me. So now it's a a little crappy soccer game uh, that uh, I don't know what it is. I just said I can't get it. I never would have guessed that one. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So that's one of the other oddball ones on the list. We mentioned number nine, which was uh, Collapse. Uh, That's Microsoft. Uh, We mentioned number seven, which was Backyard Sports, Backyard Football. That was Atari. And then we mentioned the other two as well, which was Blowfish, which is Storm Boy. Useless. (laughs) And then number, number five was Avatar, which is THQ. So here you go. I just thought this would be kind of a fun little interesting uh, 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 question. So each one of those studios got one on the list, but 
that was their easiest game, uh, uh, Xbox game. So the question is, what was their number two easiest game for each one? And I know that one of you mentioned one of these games earlier. Hmm. So could you repeat the publishers that we're supposed uh, to be Atari. So Atari, Microsoft, Sega, Blowfish, and THQ. What is each one of their second easiest games? Well, for Sega, it would be their third easiest. Well, let's just throw Sega out. So let's just do Atari, <laughs> Microsoft, Blowfish, and THQ. So which one of those four can you name the second easiest? <laughs> it's kind of fun, I think, because uh, two of them I, I, I really like. Atari, Blowfish... <laughs> Microsoft and Microsoft. THQ. See, the Microsoft is throwing me off. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. I'm honestly not sure on any of them. It's THQ. <laughs> um, the THQ didn't release a whole bunch of like easy games. I don't think that's yeah. something there. Uh, there's one, and it was a movie game. I was Ooh, trying to go through the movie game. games and trying to think of what would be the most completed mm. Oh, uh, I have it's no a, idea. It's an ultimate showdown of sorts. Uh, Avengers. Oh, that is absolutely not it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't figured it out, Brooke has no idea. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I have no it idea was kind either. Of a, it was kind of a superhero, I don't know, but it was Megamind, ultimate showdown. Oh my goodness. That was a 1.047. Not on the list, but that would be their second easiest game. Um, Blowfish is actually Jack Quest, uh, Tell of the Sword. I, that is a game I have yet to play, well, to get achievements in. I played it, but I think it was a platform. <laughs> That's another story, but it has a 1.23. Um, Atari, uh, anybody... Have anyone any lasting guesses, Em? You mentioned it earlier. I it's mentioned something. it earlier. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, um, oh, My Horse and Me? My Horse that and Me. That was published by Atari? That's well, Atari. actually, it was. I'm what sorry. Is Hang on. That? Oh, oh everyone, everyone, hold on. Everyone, hold on. Calm down. Hold your horse. Actually, it's actually my horse and me too. Two. I'm yes. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Important distinctions. So, go ahead and proceed. Yes, it is uh, a game about a horse and a person. Yes, I don't know anything about this game. <laughs> Thank you so much for the description. I don't yes. know if it's still the case, but there at least used to be. I'm gonna look real quick. Um, on TA, there used to be an absolutely fantastic review of this game. It was oh, like nice. one of those Amazon reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like, it was just like, like the watch that stops time and all that. Totally tongue in cheek. Um, yeah, this basically looks like Nintendogs, but with horses. <laughs> uh, I have see. not had the joy of playing it yet. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if it's still there, but it was. It was really funny. I or it may not have even been on TA, but there used to be this really fantastic review of it, and that's as much as I know. Because this this game was something you had to like have a like a mailing partner for. It's not easy to find copies, so you have to find someone who has yeah. a copy, and it has some value to it because it's never been re released in any other capacity. It's not available digitally. Now mm -hmm. that value has gone down because Gamerscore 
is so devalued now with all the easy games out there that it's not a big deal to pick up this one super easy game. But it used to be mm-hmm. really hard to come by. I mean, it still yeah. is, but it used to be really expensive, too. Yeah, I was looking to get it, and I was like, oh, I don't think I want it that bad. So, yeah, it's still expensive. I can verify that. So, um, But uh, let me just quickly wrap this up here. I got, because uh, we're, we're an hour in, and I don't oh. want to keep you out too long. Oh, so, uh, for Microsoft, uh, Brooke, this was your opportunity to shine. It is actually Disney, The Little Mermaid Undersea of Treasures or something like Windows 8. Yeah. Wait, wait. That's I would not have, have gotten that. That's got to have that... a super asterisk next to it, though. Like a really, really <laughs> what, large what, whoa, asterisk whoa, next to it. What, not... what, do you, what do you got against old uh, Ariel? Uh, what's what's <laughs> going the game, on here? Because the game was released for Windows for Windows 8. And it's like a, a search and find type game, if I recall correctly. Yeah. But that's, it that's... released with only three achievements and never released the rest of them. So yeah. the game is permanently locked at those three <laughs> achievements, which were like playing the demo of the game. So, I mean, there are tons of games out there where if only the first couple of achievements yeah, were available, just... they would be super easy. Like that, that yeah, was a... it, uh, it has a 0% completion. It can uh... never be completed. Those other achievements <laughs> yes. were never And so, enabled. yeah, you, uh, you basically get a hint and then score 85,000 on some stage and then tapped on a starfish and you got the, all three achievements. What? There's an unreleased (laughs) add-on, and uh, it has the rest of the achievements. But yeah, when um, when Microsoft when you have one thousand people have you know have have it tracked. Well, actually, they count as a completion. They say that well, because the rest is DLC. So it depends on how you look at completions on TA. (laughs) Sounds legit to me. When when they. When they were first exploring, or I guess not first exploring, but early on in exploring Windows as a platform for Xbox Live, there was Disney Fairies. And Disney Fairies is a, a search and find game, and it's got multiple pieces of DLC, and, and it's since been removed from the store, but it was completable, and it's a good mind, like, rest your mind, do something easy kind of game. Mm-hmm. And Little Mermaid was, like, poised to be the next one. So all these early adopters of disney fairies are like all right we're gonna get this and then when the dlc comes this is just gonna be easy gamer score and they're just like mm, no we did some internal you know search about this and <laughs> no one's gonna buy it so we're not gonna finish it <laughs> what <laughs> and you're not uh-huh. gonna remove the achievements nope they're forever locked on your profile it's too bad that's what you get for being mm. an early adopter well all right so well real uh, quick did you get your asterisk resolved there uh that's it. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you had so much to say about poor little Ariel. No, but, uh. I, well, just just as, as a point, like again, it, it, think of all the games we played, and I'm, I know Kenny, you wanted to make a point, so I apologize for speaking over you for just one more second. You're good. But but really, think about all the stuff we play. If it was, if you just played the demo and got achievements in the demo, and then everything else was locked out to you for the rest of the game, it would sit at a low ratio because those first couple achievements usually draw you in real quick. But then you'd be stuck. So it's it's a little bit weird that it's included because of that. Because it never, it still may have been an easy game all the way through, but it never released more than the first half hour of its content. That's crazy. All right, all right, what you got? You, I was just, you were just talking about how much my horse of me too was. So I did a quick eBay search. That game is ninety oh. freaking dollars. Oh, okay, it's still worth a lot, <laughs> but it's a what? classic. Is, is that Heck. a buy it now it's price or an classic. actual completed sale? It's probably the international sale. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's international sale. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that's what I ran into. Is that it was all international. I was yeah. like, ooh, yeah. I'm not paying that. Yeah, ninety dollars. Yeah. Buy it now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to say at the height of the game, like eighty five, ninety dollars was about what you can expect. And you're not going to find it a secondhand retailer. You're not going to be able to walk into a GameStop. You're you're not going to be able to go to a garage sale and find someone who randomly doesn't know the value of this game. It just was never available in that way. And it still is one of the noted easy completions. So it went from being sort of like a scarlet letter on your account to have it on there to now it's like, oh, you're showing what a dedicated hunter you are that you went out and got that particular game. So I guess it retained its value that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless uh, someone decides to let me borrow that, that'll never be on my tag. I'm not spending ninety dollars yeah. on that. Yeah. I would love to play, man. I, I wish I could play it. I, I, I'm sad that I'll never will as well. But uh, yeah, so here's a couple of party notes uh, as we wrap this up. Uh, I had something about the which is the 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 answer to the age old question: which gamer score is the easiest, ACA or Rataleka? So I looked at all the games, and so. Uh, each one of them, they're actually eerily similar, although there's much more volume involved with ACA. So Rataleka has 24 games, and only two of those have a ratio of 1.5 or greater, and only one game has a 2.0. That was one more dungeon. Uh, for ACA, it's just shy of 200 games, and 14 of them have a ratio of 1.5 or greater, and only one game of them has a 2.0 ratio, which is Metal Slug 4. And... And one last note on ACAs is that, interestingly enough, the Windows 10 has lower ratios on average than the X-Bone counterparts because um, they just do. I don't know. Does anybody have a theory on that? Well, I keep talking, but I guess I'll just keep talking. Um, <laughs> because the people who buy the Windows 10 version, by and large, are achievement hunters. You will yeah, find the exactly occasional <laughs> casual who... I love... Magical Drop. I remember going to the arcade and playing that. So mm-hmm. when it came available on... Uh, same with Puzzle Bobble. So when they came available via ACA Neo Geo, I didn't need to be asked twice. I was going to pick those up. If mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was play that game, I would have just been fine with the Xbox version. But having the opportunity to get the achievements twice, I also made sure I had access to the Win 10 versions. And really, it's only people or majority people in that mindset who will bother with, with the stack version. Yeah, I agree completely. All right. Well, that is all the time we have tonight. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you have some ideas for us of some lists you would like to see, uh, please uh, hit us up uh, with some of your wonderful ideas. So I want to thank M, Brooke, and Foof uh, once again for joining me. See ya. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Achievement Hunting 101 podcast is proudly brought to you by Achievaboo, bamboo for all your achievement hunting needs. We know that picky pandas prefer premium perfect bamboo, so we ensure nothing but the finest quality. Achievaboo's growers start at the source, scarfing out the finest soil to plant only the most luxurious bamboo. From there, we sprinkle the soil with hand ground Dorito crumbs and sprinkle it with our secret combination of water, electrolytes, and Mountain Dew to ensure quality growth from planting until harvest. It's this combination of love and gamer fuel that sets our bamboo above all others. So if you're a panda who needs some extra energy for marathon gaming sessions, look no further than Achievaboo, made by gaming pandas for gaming pandas. What's up, everybody? X and Elroy here today to bring you a review on the newly released game Neon Junctions. But first, some pleasant neons.
Elroy is currently tied with like 8,000 people for 755th place in completed games in the management genre, which has nothing to do about Neon Junctions, but I felt like throwing it in there for old time's sake. Remember when we used to do that? <laughs> ah, maybe Weekly we'll come back. Yeah, man, I, I, I miss them. Um, I, I like puns and trees and um, types <laughs> of trees and types of bees. and um, Yeah, that's, those are good old times. Maybe we'll just get back to that. All right, all right. I like the way you think. That was a tease. Oh, um, anyway, it's a rattle like a game, so Woo-hoo! you know that sort of sets the tone for the review. But uh, Neon Junctions. Well, you want to start off with gameplay? Man, I just want to sit back and just think on Rattleaker and give him a personal thanks for all the. <laughs> I mean, it's the year of the rat. I mean, let's be honest, year of the rat this year, and uh, they are bringing it just week in week out like uh it used to be the aca title every week that i look forward to now it's more i'm, I'm leaning towards the rat camp now so you know and uh i i, I just appreciate red lake for all they've done for us okay that being said uh gameplay <laughs> gameplay <laughs> yeah so uh this one for me i i, I really kind of enjoyed the gameplay actually i got one of my epic wins for this game was that i actually got halfway through the walkthrough or i didn't need it for the first half of the game so i was just going through solving the stages because they were you know fairly easy and so even a puzzle expert like myself i could get through the i don't know it was it was all the way up until uh they had switches but uh i'll get back to them in a second and uh but the gameplay is basically you're walking around and you're grabbing these cubes, right? And so these cubes, they just disappear. It's like, whoop. you like, I don't know what you do. You either throw, you throw them on your back. I, I don't know where they go. It's just like all these cubes and you're like, I, you, you, there's like a whole pile of them. And you're like, bloop, bloop, bloop. And then all of a sudden you have all these cubes. And then so you have a, a cube gun or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't really say it. That or you have a big backpack. And so you walk around and then you place those blocks where you want them to go and you have to complete like a circuit so the circuit uh is on the floor or on the walls on the ceiling and it's uh these little red boxes and so you put a box on top of it and then that box becomes red and then you kind of lead that to the next part of the circuit that's blue once the box is touched then it is red and then it opens doors and that's basically the whole gist of the game i think yeah, I think you got it pretty well, actually. Bloop, um, bloop. If you haven't played it, all you really need to know is it's a puzzle game and you have to connect circuits with blocks. So that's, you know, that's the too long didn't read version is you got to fix the circuit. But there's some puzzles and some mechanics in between, um, you know, it makes it a little more difficult. I'm actually glad you mentioned not using the walkthrough because I feel like the next thing to mention would be the challenge of the game. Um Walkthrough usage aside, how difficult a completion would you say this is? Oh, well, I mean, shoot, not, with the walkthrough, or without a walkthrough, I'd say, oh, man, there's a couple of those. Well, let me just get to the switches, all right? That was one of those epic fails for me. I didn't get those switches. I know that you were, like, bringing the circuit, and then once it hit the switch, then it stored the energy, but... I just couldn't wrap my brain around some of those switch stages. I was following the walkthrough, and I still didn't know what the hell I was doing. It was like, 
the switches, I just did not get that. You know, put blocks and make a line, and uh, and I can handle that. But then you're like doing all these <laughs> switches and stuff. So I don't know how long it would have taken me to finally figure it out. Trial and error. There's only so many places you can put the boxes. So at some point, I probably would have figured it out. But oh man, that would have been several hours, and you know. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> okay. Well, let me add uh, my perspective <laughs> here. Not to brag, but, you know, <laughs> you're bad. Um, I did not use the walkthrough for 32 of the 35 levels. There were three levels that I just could not get. Um, one of them was actually pretty early on. It was like 17 or 18, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. And it was just a, I knew how to solve the puzzle but I couldn't figure out how to get the damn blocks where I needed them to go. I kept locking myself out. Uh, <laughs> and once I saw it, it was like, oh, stupid, duh, that's easy. And then the other two were late 20s, early 30s, just sort of towards the end where it sort of combined lots of things. Um, Did you figure out the disco floor stage? Boy, that one was the first one that really just got me. I'm like, I don't even have a clue what the heck I'm supposed to do here. Oh, really? No, I, I like that one. Once you figured out where the path was. <laughs> well, I was, I was, yeah, I didn't get that. There's too much going on, man. There was like, it was like, <laughs> disco ball in the air and there's neon everywhere and uh i don't know that that one that one got me yeah that one wasn't wasn't too bad once you figured out that you only need a very small path it was pretty easy to figure out the walkthrough was very uh, very nice about it (laughs) anyway i feel like overall using mostly no walkthrough i'd give the challenge a four was it the most difficult thing i've ever played no have i played easier things yes uh, um, now is that a four on like a five point or a ten point or a hundred point oh yes yeah, sorry i do everything out of ten i forgot this podcast does out of five good call yep four out of ten it's four blocks bloop, 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 bloop. yeah it's a decent challenge it's not you're not gonna you know lose brain cells or you know on the challenge part uh, i like to add in that a little mechanic I didn't think about was that you could put a block in a doorway and then that keeps it from closing. Once I figured that <laughs> out, that opened up a lot of possibilities. Uh, that was pre-walkthrough. Uh, um, all of a sudden, you could put blocks in the doors and, yeah, they don't close. And so you're going to need that. That's your little pro tip number one. I Actually, I feel like that's a natural segue right into the next thing, um, which I, I just figured we'd talk about. Is the game fun? Um I feel like, yes, it, it was pretty fun. It Did it do anything original? Absolutely not. It was pretty derivative of every other puzzle game ever made. It had a good learning curve. It added some good challenges. I played it for, I think, you know, an hour and 20 minutes, and I, I enjoyed most of it. For me, uh, it was a little frustrating at times. An epic fail. Was the, the button choice, good lord, like... You're picking it up, I think, with X or not you, but like the button X. And then you're like placing it with something that's on a different controller or something. It was like LB or I mean, it was just not you. You you could have used LB and RB. (laughs) Yeah. Like X and Y. Right. It was like you pick it up over here on this side of the controller. And then, you know, I don't know. It it, didn't make any sense to me. I, I. took me a little minute to figure out what, what I was supposed to do when I first started the game. But, yeah, you pick it up with uh, one button and then a completely different hand, different finger picks up the other one. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And then it seems like, well, the jump was kind of intuitive. But the placing the blocks, I didn't really understand that. But as far as an epic win, I thought it felt kind of Tron-ish. Like, yeah, I'm a big Tron guy. I like some Tron. Uh, and it, it kind of felt like that to me, you know, with all the neon colors, kind of retro-looking 80s uh, neon. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And as far as the 
<laughs> another epic win was the storyline. I mean, the amazing story. I mean, <laughs> Woo, don't get me started on that story. What uh, was the story? <laughs> oh, that's right. They See, they, there was no story. <laughs> you just wake up and all of a sudden you're in this neon <laughs> world and no explanation given. No, like, scroll, you know, like, you know, like, uh, several games. They'll just give you one little screen of text, like, you have been put in this room now. You must get out, and only, you know, and only your wits will save you. Ha ha ha, or something. You know, there was nothing. It was <laughs> you literally start the game, and then the end of the game. Spoiler alert! It says, "Hey, thanks for playing the game," and that was <laughs> that was not the the wrap up. That was the you know you work so hard for that moment that you get thanked for playing the game. So I, I kind of likened it to. <laughs> Uh, a really crappy version of Turing Test. <laughs> so, have you played Turing Test? I enjoyed that. Yeah, one, I did too. It was really thought provoking and a very good game. And and this was like the crappy ver like the knockoff version of it. Like kind of you get a some shoes like Adidas shoes with two stripes on them instead of three. Uh, well, this one <laughs> might have one stripe. And so, uh, but don't get me wrong. I, I said it was an epic win because. Uh, I, Rattlelake, man, they go straight for the jugular with that gamer score, and they didn't have time for that. You know, if you got to get that completion time down, they don't have time for all that story biz. I mean, it was straight to the point, and you finish it, and it's over. That's it. Well, I, f I feel like you got to keep in mind that it's a five dollar game. Um, it's actually three dollars on Steam, mm -hmm. and then Rattlelake ported it to Xbox and charged you an extra two bucks. So, in the developer's mind, this is a three dollar game. So <laughs> I don't think you should go in expecting a whole lot. The fact that there's 35 levels is is actually pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I'm I not dogging on this game. I actually really enjoyed it. it uh, yeah. One little fun thing you can do, uh, this was a, another epic win, was the music. Uh, I really enjoyed the music. It was kind of, um, I don't know, ambient and, and such, but... If you hit the pause button, so if you're watching the walkthrough and you hit the pause button a lot, so you probably didn't hear this music as much as I did, but when you hit it, it goes into this weird music where it's like, it's like, just like, or something like that over and over again. So it's really fun if you got someone that just sits on the couch reading newspapers next to you, just to pause it and just leave it for as long as you can while, you know, even if you figure out where you need to go just kind of leave it pause maybe play around on your phone a little bit and see how long it takes that person on that couch next to you to say something about the ooh wee ooh wah ooh wahs uh being <laughs> chanted on the screen i had fun with that i'm sure kelly kelly had just <laughs> as much fun with that it was it was it was part of the three dollars you spend is for the good times <laughs> like that well speaking of the game being three dollars since pedigree matters so much to our review listeners I thought I would do some research this time. Oh, wow. See, this game was developed by Nine Eyes Games Studios mm -hmm. from Russia. That's the same so one you know that brought us uh, Planet RX-1, right? Yes, it is. Planet RIX-13. Get your damn games right, Elroy. <laughs> um, so I tried looking into them, and I have found that they are masters of NES-era games. Hmm. Is that... Hmm. Well, fantastic. Nintendo Entertainment System? Oh, you said, I thought you said NES. Oh, NES. No, that's their thing, is making retro games. And by that's their thing, I mean 
they only have two games. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, so uh, I don't know. I think uh, the folks that did uh, Haunted Halloween '86 might have something to say about that. Maybe it was the same guys. We don't know. But my point being, um, you know, there are no Don Bluth, 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 Dom. Is his name Dom Dominic? <laughs> Domenico, Domenico Bluth. That's the guy from Dragons lair um so yeah obviously he's a nobody but nine eyes game studios from russia they're a big deal which planet was it again rix 13 yeah maybe that's where domenico bluff is from so replayability are you gonna want to play this game again gamer score aside would you go back and play this one again <laughs> well that's not a very fair assessment because i don't play any games again if i take <laughs> any gamer score for them so uh, yeah, they just, I have a whole collection collecting dust that I should probably sell that, uh, fit that bill. So, so absolutely I'll never play it again, but, uh, I always view it in the sense of replayability in the sense that if, uh, whatever reason I had uh, another opportunity to get gamer score on it, would I play it? Yeah, why not? I, I, it was, it was enjoyable and maybe they'll come out with some amazing, uh, DLC, the the Uwa uh, DLC pack, and uh, you know, <laughs> and get you know eight more levels and two hundred fifty more gamer score or something like that. Yeah, I'm all in on that. Sure. How about you? All right. So if there was a Windows 10 stack, you'd be on that. Oh, absolutely. And I might even make it a few stages further. I might make it through the <laughs> disco floor before having to use that walkthrough because those switches, man, they didn't play around. <laughs> I I'm about with you. I mean, as the game is. Even barring gamers, like, I, there's no reason to go back to it. The levels don't change. They're not procedurally generated. It's just 35 levels. And once you figure them out, you'll be able to go through a second time very easily. So was, there's absolutely no replayability. Was, was, uh, is it 35 levels or is it 34 levels and then closing credits? Well, yeah, it's 34 and then the final level. But technically... Yeah, that one gets you, though, the uh, speedrun achievement, so... Let's talk about achievements next, then. Oh, yeah. Um, it's an achievement show. You, we probably should. You get about half of them just for playing through the game. There's one beat level 1, beat level 4, 7, 14, 21, 28, and the whole game, I believe. There's one story-related one for um, using one of the new mechanics that are introduced, the Powerball, for lack of a better term. <laughs> I like that. There's one for dying, yeah. which Jumping that in, one was pretty easy. Yeah. yeah, you just walk right off the level. You can get that right, on any right level, I believe. Right into the, uh, the bug zapper. Yep. There is one for taking three minutes on a level, which I boosted in like the first or second level. Once you get to some of the later ones, it will take you three minutes anyway. So don't worry about that one. Just don't pause and it then, when you're doing the walkthrough on any stage. Yep. Yep. And then the only other achievement is for beating a level in 10 seconds, which I busted my butt to beat the first level in 10 seconds. Really? And I feel like the, the timer is generous just because it probably took me like 14 or 15 but I did get it. You can check my card. That's my second or third achievement. Um, hmm. But yeah, don't worry about that one if you're not like a, a speed runner or a quick gamer. The last level, it is impossible not to get it on. You literally walk forward, impossible. you make a right turn. Unless you're standing there listening to the woo-wee. <laughs> or, you know, maybe you're a slow reader and you didn't, you know, you're reading the little placard <laughs> that says, hey, thank you for playing this game. I stand by what I said. <laughs> I think it's impossible not to get the speedrun on the last achievement. So don't worry about that. Uh, the point being, as with most Rattalika games, if you just play the game, and you do have to play the whole game in this one, um, 
But if you play the whole thing, you will get a thousand gamer score. Yeah, easily, and then no issues. You can also get that uh, the speed run one on the one where you drop down three levels, and that's also the one where you get the all the boxes in your backpack achievement. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we forgot about those ones. Yep. Yeah, you got to collect ninety nine cubes. There are a couple levels where there's hundreds of cubes for you to pick up Damn. and then another one for finishing a level with 49 or more which you can actually stack those yeah. pick up 99 and then use 10 of them to beat the level well any any last words about neon <laughs> junctions oh man i think you said it all that was, all right. that was good times i i enjoyed it i would gladly play a windows 10 stack not just for gamer score but you know i wouldn't mind playing through it again might be fun to get those three levels without a guide, but yeah, it, honestly, it wasn't too bad. Radalika seems very hit or miss. Some of their games are whoa, complete garbage, whoa, whoa, and some of them are whoa, pretty whoa. good. Unless you're Elroy, then they are all, you know, games of the year. Yeah, well, the uh, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a tidbit I wanted to share, <laughs> so here's a tidbit for you. Did you Let's know? Let's hear your tidbit. Did you know this is the 12th most challenging by... Yeah, how much TA you earn. It's the 12th most challenging uh, Rattalake a game. There's only 13 <laughs> that are easier. It's right in the middle. Isn't that amazing? Do they really have 25 gems Absolutely, already? Absolutely, man. 25 gems is what you mean. Wow. There you go. There's twenty. Right. There's 25,000 gamer score just waiting to be uh, claimed. I believe I have played them all except the two devious dungeons and then... Oh, those are good ones. What's the other one? League of Evil? One more dungeons, the one I'm missing. And I don't. I haven't finished uh, the League of Evil or whatever it is. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Yeah, man, that's tough sometimes. Oh. All right, but... Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Overall, how many blocks... I'm going to do out of 10 if... Uh, you know, you are committed and you really want to evaluate out of five, you, you can do that. But I'm doing mine out of ten. How many neon blocks out of ten would you give it? Out of ten? Well, my ultimate goal is to get that gamer score. So a game that does that quickly, I'll give it a good eight out of ten. That's four. Right. Four stars if you want to do some fractions. All right. Out of ten neon blocks, I'm pretty much right there with you. Honestly, I would give this a six and a half, seven. Um, there was nothing inherently bad about it. It wasn't original. It was quick. It was fun. It was only $5. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Six and a half or seven out of 10. You're going to have to go and seven. You there's, know. there's no half blocks in the game. Just say. <laughs> All right. Well, that will round up then. I will officially <laughs> call it a seven out of 10. And for you people who like your fives, weirdos, that is a 3.5 stars out of five. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I'm sure we will see you around eventually. How long are you going to do that in the background? What? Oh, that was, that was the game, man. Oh, wow. That, yeah. That's crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> it's not just like it. All right. Uh, before we go, top five Rattalika games. Ooh. Oh, putting you on the spot. Go for it. <laughs> iron Snout, Iron Snout, Iron Snout, Iron Snout, <laughs> and Iron Snout. I don't know why I would have expected anything else. What about you? <laughs> um, huh. You know, I'm just great with you. Iron Snout's definitely up there. I like that one. I actually like Neon Junctions. Um, Iron Snout, Iron Snout, Iron Snout. <laughs> you just can't go wrong with it. It's all about the snout. 
It's all about the snout. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you again soon. Later. Man, where's he put all those cubes? It's just it's baffling. Right? It's mind-boggling. Hey, it's probably really popular in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some gains, man. Are they going to edit that one out? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you shoot down the rope and uh, he falls to the ground but it's too late he is already dead Adams is very angry and wants to kill the mob so this is a part where you might not realize that you have a choice you can either start firing into the civilian mob yeah. or you can uh, scare them by firing into the air I figured it was, but I was feeling rage, so I killed the mob. Yeah, I killed the mob, too. I'm glad it's not just me. Because I, afterwards, I was like, man, that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, I probably I probably shouldn't have done that, but... When you do that, you get an achievement telling you line, that you yes. have crossed the line. If you do not do it, you get an achievement telling you that you have held a line. That was, that was an intense scene, man. Yeah, I really was not expecting one of them to die. Yeah. After... Killing the mob or scaring them away. You walk through the camp. Uh, the remaining refugees really hate you. And there's a lady that throws a rock at you. And then goes hide in a corner. Uh, it's really easy to shoot her if you think you're under attack. Yeah, I managed not to. Yeah, I don't. I didn't, I didn't shoot her either. I was feeling some remorse over the mob. Yeah, it's an intense scene. Uh, Walker vows to kill Conrad and the 33rd after leaving the refugee camp. He somehow equates the death of Lugo comparable to killing the entire 33rd <laughs> for some reason. I, I don't think his math checks out there. But he is really upset and he wants everyone dead. You find a fort the 33rd is holding and you fight your way through it. Is this the part with the, the two... Turrets. Yeah, that was another rough bit. Uh, I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, and this is gonna show how much I suck at games. But uh, I had to go down to easy on this part. Ouch! I was just like, I, I did not have the patience for a normal. I was just like, this is, this is a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, this game is not easy on harder difficulties. It's not a problem or yeah. easier difficulties at all. Yeah, I died a few times, but made it through on the suicide I'm on at the moment, but uh, yeah, it was not an easy fight. I bet. The uh, 33rd starts dropping white phosphorus in front of you, and uh, Walker begins hallucinating about burning people rushing him. That part was kind of intense too. Uh, if they get to you, he snaps out of it, and uh, you can oh. keep playing as normal. But you can waste a lot of ammunition if you okay. try to fight them off. Luckily, I died so much. I figured I might as well just see what happened if they touch me. So uh, I didn't waste any ammo. Also, I don't. Were you guys using your kill commands during this part? Like uh, Adams kept. He wouldn't. Res he wouldn't do. If I. If I were to. If I assigned him to kill somebody, he wouldn't do it. I don't know if that was just like just trying to show like them slowly deteriorating as a team or. It might it might be I okay. didn't use commands at this part, but uh, yeah, he he is not really yeah. in the mood to follow your orders at this point, at least during cutscenes. I don't recall I if I tried. I was mainly trying to snipe and take on, on turrets and stuff, so I don't know if I tried to use uh, squad commands. <laughs> yeah, this sniper rifle is invaluable at this part uh, on higher difficulties. You make your way up to the fort fighting off heavy resistance and you get to a door where you encounter a heavy lugo walker is really falling apart at this point isn't he hallucinating everything that part that part was a little goofy though right like, is that just me thinking that it was odd 
<laughs> it was very odd, and the proportion on Lugo is really strange because they they've basically stretched his character model on top of uh, one of those heavily armored guys. Like I get what they were doing, but I don't know. <laughs> that part was a little just silly. <laughs> yeah, and he keeps screaming that everything is your fault and uh, that he wants to kill you. After you take him down, you only have a small area of enemies left to clear out before you take the fort. By the way, he took me down and uh, it just resets as a normal heavy after that. So on the harder difficulties, you can let him kill you. I almost forgot to mention, I don't know, you were playing on an easy uh, walk, so you probably didn't see this, but on the loading screens, they have like a lot of interesting... Um, like text through all this. Yeah, I know that the lo- loading screens get, get really I'm messed up. It says, uh, if you were a better person, you wouldn't be here, <laughs> is one of the things it said. Yeah, there are a lot of things like that. I noticed it's all your fault. Yeah. And do you feel like a hero now? Yeah, and then it said, uh, if Lugo were still alive, he'd likely survive from PTSD, so he's like, he's the lucky one. Or if he survived, he would be, he'd, he'd suffer from PTSD. So, yeah. Yeah, so at this part, the loading screens get really messed up. they're not out for happiness now. You fight off the remaining troops inside the fort, and uh, now the entire 33rd Battalion closes in on you and surrounds you and uh, asks you to put down your weapons. Uh, Walker does so, but Adams, he is out for blood. He does not want to surrender after getting this far. He pushes you off the side of the fort and uh, he goes crazy trying to take down as many of the 33rd as he can. You do not see what happens to him, but uh, it can't be good. There's certainly a lot of explosions happening behind you. I'm pretty sure he didn't make it. Yeah, he he may have survived. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Very unlikely at this point. Walker flees from the battle since he loses his firearm. There's a small cutscene where he's not feeling very well, and then he finds himself outside of the tower that you were heading for, where you suspect Conrad is. Once you get inside, the 33rd surrenders to you, Telling you that uh, the soldiers there are the only ones left in Dubai. Which is about nine of them, isn't it? And you are unarmed as you walk in there. That part's a bit strange, but uh, it's sort of explained soon after. Walker takes the elevator to Conrad. Conrad asks you if you feel like a hero yet. Once you get to the top, Conrad assures you he is as sane as you are. You find Conrad uh, painting the aftermath of your white phosphorus uh, bombs that you dropped on the civilians. Walker is not liking what he is seeing at all. Uh, Conrad talks to you for a bit and then he disappears behind a painting and you go back there to find him dead. And he's been dead for a long time. And that's a bit of a turn up for the books. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this coming. Not even slightly. Yeah, no, no. Not at all. (laughs) Conrad explains everything that's happened. You get flashbacks of uh, all the scenes that has happened after 
you dropped the white phosphorus and the walker went a bit crazy and you see what actually had been uh, happening uh, Conrad was never talking to him it, he, he was just a voice in his head yeah I was completely thrown by this the um, the radio you pick up was broken it shows that there never were two people hanging to be chosen between everything you thought you did was a lie the, the funny thing is that once you know this you can tell that Lugo and Adams have no clue what you are talking about uh, but it sort of looks like it when you play the game for the first time. They are questioning what you are saying, but you do not understand that uh, it is because you're hearing. You're just hearing voices. Yeah, it'll be interesting to do a second playthrough watching for that now. Near the end, Conrad asks you to either kill Conrad or yourself, basically. And if you if you kill yourself, the game ends there. If you kill Conrad, the credits roll. But then you get into an epilogue where you are wandering the streets of Dubai with your weapon and uh, uh, wearing Conrad's uh, damn it suit. I de- uh, I I chose to kill Walker or myself in that in that scenario. If you make no choice, uh, uh, Conrad shoots you, but you see Walker putting the gun to his own head and pulling the trigger. That's the only ending I haven't seen. I redid the two versions of the epilogue, but uh, I left that one for the final playthrough. There are actually three versions of the epilogue. There's one version where you encounter the American soldiers and you put down your gun. You can also choose to fight the soldiers that are there to rescue you. And you can either die, and that the game ends there, or you fight them off, kill everyone, and then you keep walking the streets of Dubai. Okay, I didn't uh, do the one where I killed everyone, because when I started to fight I got killed instantly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Maybe try that on an easier difficulty. Yes, it's very difficult to survive that encounter. Okay. Yeah, there's no achievement for doing that. I said it before in the last two episodes that when once you get to the end, you wouldn't remain confused. Uh, was that true? I don't. I I feel like I need a second playthrough. Honestly, like I, I mean, I get that he like Walker was going crazy. Like after you said after the um that uh what was it called? The white phosphorus. The fire. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there are some things I missed still. I've got to say, I didn't even twig that it was only after the white phosphorus. I was wondering whether anything that had happened was real or... I wasn't entirely clear on when he'd completely gone bonkers. Yeah, it's basically at the white phosphorus part that he breaks down mentally. Before that, uh, he is still there. He's just making some bad judgments. There's a thing that the writer uh, said in an interview that when the screen transitions with white, that's when Walker starts uh, ha- is having a hallucination. And uh, I did not put that together when I played it. So you might have noticed that usually the screen transitions with a black uh, screen, but sometimes it does it with a white one. And if it, it is a white transition, he is going to hallucinate. I did not catch that. 
Nope, missed that entirely. Again, something to watch next time through. I believe we've reached the end of the line here. Is there anything else you would like to add? This game is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that 100%. It's a worthwhile experience, but wow. Oh yeah. In the same way yeah, that films I like definitely... Apocalypse Now are and things. It just messes with your head. I, th- I think I should see that move. I haven't seen it for years. You should you, if you if you like this game. Oh no, you've already watched it. I watched it, but it was so many years ago. Barely okay. remember anything. Actually, any, anyone listening, if you if you like this game, watch it. When I plugged this game, I said that uh, it's one of the best told stories of the 360 generation. There are plenty of uh, logical holes, and uh, the entire scenario is very unrealistic but the way they tell the story and uh, how they set up the ending i find is really good it's definitely one of the the better 360 like story games i've played like ever like that i don't know this is great yeah it's um it was a a good experience i wouldn't necessarily say it's a fantastic game it had plenty of flaws with the shooting mechanics and how you run yeah the 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 gameplay is kind of just yeah, whatever, meh. but I mean, it's just like it's like generic Gears of War, but not but as good. Story, story wise, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's its strength. The gameplay does not live up to the story, but it's not bad. It's not bad, but there are some like annoyances I've noticed. Like even playing on normal, like there's like a on Gears of War you can like snap to cover, you know, but on this you can't do that. Like you. Jump out of cover and you gotta, I don't know, you gotta like run towards it and. Can you? Well, you, ca- you can snap <laughs> oh, okay. the cover, but it's a I bit I never wonky. managed to do it. Every time I try to do it, I would just end up in the, the open and just have to run right towards it. Uh, I think there's even a shaman for snapping uh, into cover while you're yeah, being okay. shot like at. Five times or something. Yeah, all, all those little mechanics were all okay, but iffy, weren't they? Um, If you. Try to get into cover, yeah. you might just miss it. If you tried to vault a barrier, you might end up punching it. It just wasn't quite as smooth as it could have been, which would have made it better. And especially given this, they put this food yes. difficulty on, I'm gonna really struggle with that. I imagine. Yeah, it is unfortunate that you have to play it on uh, the higher difficulties twice. Even if I think the story mm-hmm. is worth experiencing two times, since you have an entirely different perspective going through it the second time. The uh, collectibles uh, are oh, also yeah. really good. Some of them. I got one this round. This round that made me think different about the DJ. He he was just talking about like how he wanted to be a DJ because uh, like he wanted to create art and just reach out to people and stuff. And I don't know. It made, it made me have a different res- perspective about him, even though he was just mowing us down with a helicopter not too long ago. <laughs> Everything that took place. In this game was basically yeah, okay. down to poor communication. Yeah. They had no reason to start firing at each other, yes. but uh, it just happened anyway. And you're not even quite sure how bad he was if Walker was hallucinating some or all of it. So, <laughs> got to question everything, now. Yeah, that's true. He he was a very special personality, and uh, they did some bad calls. They were evacuating people to help them. But uh, Delta didn't see it that way. They thought they were rounding them up for execution or something else. 
Uh, the achievement list I think is really straightforward. There is basically only two achievements that are difficult and that's for completing it on uh, it suicide mission and yes. the foobar difficulty. The rest are very easy to find and the collectibles are few but they are really good collectibles. Some of the stories uh, they add to the game are really good and I looked through some of them and I really liked the Conrad's letter to his son which basically read something like when you grow up people will tell you of your father for that I'm sorry which I thought was a really good short message yeah there's a bunch of good collectibles and um the, the the other thing that's a staple is kill X enemies, but they were I think they were nicely chosen. They were encouraged you to move your weapons around a bit, but didn't feel like you were struggling and grinding to get them. Actually, uh, do the executes get more brutal throughout the game? Yeah, they do. Is that okay? Uh, is there an achievement for doing the executions? Because they are totally unnecessary. You never have to do them because once they're down, it it's only there to be gruesome. Yeah, I only I only did them. I did it once near the beginning, and I was like, "That's kind of messed up." I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep doing that. But near the end, after they killed Lugo, uh, I may have executed a couple of people, and I noticed the the animation changed. It was a lot more. They do. They get a lot more brutal, gruesome. <laughs> but yeah, there is no achievement. Yeah, so th- so that mechanic is only there. It doesn't have any function other no, than... No, actually, there are, it does have two functions. One, uh, you can't get a weapon off a guy who's down but not dead. So you need to kill them if you want to steal their weapon. And the other one is if you melee them down, they will get back up unless you execute them. Okay. I didn't realise that, that this time... Well, being on easy, you wouldn't have been struggling for ammo and the like, I imagine. No, and if I <laughs> shot them in the foot, they usually went down, so... They would probably go down in one hit if I punched them as well. Yeah, there's a lot written about this game, especially after the release, and some of it is really good, and I recommend checking it out. Do you have anything else that we haven't discussed yet? No, only that uh, this last couple of fights, as um, we've kind of intimated on the way through, were even more tricky, and I thought it had been pretty hard before then, so... Fubar is really not going to be a fun one. I have started since I finished it off, started going through, and it's not as bad now you've learnt the mechanics of it, but I'm dying a lot already, and I'm on the really easy levels. I think if you take a step back and come back a few months later, you're going to find it even more difficult, so you should probably get it done mm. now choices, choices. when you know the mechanics. Yeah, may- maybe I'll actually try on hard this time. I'm going to do three playthroughs now, though, so I don't know about that. It is, it is a good game, though, so maybe, maybe, maybe it's worth it. You can try it on Foobar and turn it down to hard, if you don't like it. Uh, No, I, I didn't. you got to finish it on hard to get Foobar, oh, right? right? Yes, which is unfortunate. Okay, yeah, so I got, I got to do, yeah, do it on three playthroughs if I want to do that. The rest of the achievements are really easy to mop up, and you have a chapter select to do so. Yeah, I've got nothing left really apart from finding the collectibles and making the alternate choices to what I made on the first playthrough, so that'll all be straightforward. Just surviving won't. Yeah, I actually, I, I'm 
uh, I kind of get what you're saying, Walker, about like needing a second playthrough. Because I mean, one, one you understand more. Two, it's gonna be cool to like just do like the little like the little choices throughout the story, just to see it uh, differently. And to be honest, the choices do not make much of a difference. But uh, I think it's good that they are there. It's more like highlighting which yeah. are significant choices, aren't they? Not really that they have story impact, just what kind of person you're being. Yeah, and I am I did not realize that I could even scare the um, angry mob. I just shot straight into uh, the crowd. Well, even that part, that part just made, like, even if there isn't, like, a big difference... That does make you feel like a type of way after you did that, right? Like you, if you shoot through everybody, like you're you're gonna feel guilty afterwards. You're just gonna be like, oh man. So I I I think there is there's a point to all of it. Yeah, you go in trying to be a hero, it doesn't really work out for you. Well, thanks again for joining me. I really enjoyed this game, and it has been fun discussing it in the game club. Yeah, it's been uh, a real experience. Thanks for having us along. Yes, thank you. There is nothing planned for a next game. I've heard some some people are I saw that. asking us well, to play North. I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm not sure they're really recommending <laughs> thinking more forcing people to play at gunpoint. I can tell you that I've played North and uh, there are some interesting th- things to discuss around it, but not exactly from the game. It's more tangentially related. I, I don't want to do this. I, that, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. Sure, let's do it. One episode, right? Yeah, it would be one episode because the game doesn't have a save functionality. You, you have to play it in one sitting. Well, let's do it. Give it a week or two and we will see if that happens. <laughs> we'll call that a maybe. Maybe. Well, thanks again for joining me, Benel72. Thank you. And Dynable. Thank you. Good night. Have a nice day, everyone. You know, Captain, we drove through this whole city to find you. We saw things. You don't mind me asking. What was it like? How'd you survive all this? Who said I did?